Mazda presents SCP. The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle. Gentlemen, mm, I want you to know something. What's that? I want you to know that we were given a review by one of the staff members at Breakfast Television here in Toronto. What? Yes. Yes. I want to know it. He, well, he was like, I guess it, it came about last week because he talks about, uh, he talked about um, how he listens to podcasts. He bikes around the city all the time. He's in really great shape. His name's Andy. He's a floor director. Oh. And. He's going to say Kevin Frank. No, no. Andy. So Andy's a great guy. He's been in the business forever. And he's like, yeah, I listen to all my podcasts. And I'm like, yeah, I'm on, I'm on a podcast. And he's like, really? What podcast is that? I'm like, well, the Steve Dangle podcast. And he goes, you're on that podcast? There's a lot of people that are surprised that I'm on this show because it doesn't have my name on it, too. So, well, but if, they, heard, if they've listened for like they, no, five seconds. That's the thing is that they haven't <laughs> okay. listened. So most people have heard of the show, but a lot of people haven't listened because, again, it goes back to the Messier thing we were talking about yesterday. Everybody has a quote-unquote podcast. About 99.9% of them are bad, Right. It's like everybody has a band. 99.9% of them are bad. I think and that that's applies okay. to everything. I think that applies Radio to everything, shows, too. Absolutely. TV shows. Absolutely. And the people that are hired. Let's be honest. I mean... Oh, right here. Right here. Here's Accountants, one. doctors. Yeah. Whoa. Let's hope not firefighters. Do- you know, it's harder to be a said, doctor. You guys said everything. Let's Every- only pick the most noble professions. Yes. Nurses. Doctors for sure. Doctors for sure. <laughs> one police officers. Yeah. There That's we go. not contentious. No. Um, no. I, I. So you know, I guess because anybody can have a podcast. Many people do. And, you know, we're thankful that you actually listen to ours. Andy listened to ours. And uh, and Andy Andy gave me, like, a bit of a rundown of what he thought today. And I thought I would run it by you guys. And I want I want everybody that listens to the show, because he's only listened to the t- last two weeks' episodes, so this is what he had to say. Okay. And I want to know, this is as a new listener, what do people think of the Steve Dangle podcast? I'm going to say right off the bat, I'm a little skeptical of Andy's criticisms on account of he didn't know you were on the show. <laughs> well, I was, I was getting into it with Jeffler last night. I was talking about NHL 17 because it's been really frustrating me. And he's giving me his thoughts on NHL 17. And then he goes, well, I've only played one full game. <sighs> what? You're not welcome to this conversation. What do you mean you've only played one game? Jeff, sample size, my Jeff. friend. You're the, you're the advanced stats guy. Sample size. Andrew Nielsen scored in the Leafs uh, rookie tournament. Therefore... First pairing D. First pairing D, for there sure. There you go. For sure. Right there. Matt Hunwick scored an overtime goal. Definitely first pairing D, and that definitely won't make Jeffler mad. I think that should be the first pairing right there. Nielsen, Hunwick, if it, that, that's not it, just fire Lou. And if you don't follow at Jeffler on Twitter, um, he, I believe he wrote a post about how Matt Hunwick is not even an NHL defenseman in his estimation. So <laughs> he's a fun guy to follow, um, <laughs> mostly because what he said, he, he drops bombs. He drops bombs. And, and that's hilarious. Anyway, let's talk about what Andy had to say. Andy said, uh, he said, well, you could tell it's definitely not like your typical sports radio show. That was his first comment. Backhanded. And you have okay. to, no, 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 you have to be, you have to write, Andy is the world's nicest human being. So keep it in that context. Literally not an evil bone in this man's body. Not a passive aggressive Canadian like most Canadians. He is the, he's the real deal. Straight shooter. Really nice guy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Passive aggressive. He said, I lo- he said, I loved how in-depth you guys got with the Leafs. He's like, the fact that you guys even knew who Carter Verhage was, was really awesome for me. 
That is a really strange compliment. I, I thought thank so you. too. But he's like, the he's Steve like, Dangle podcast knows Carter Verhagen <laughs> has heard of Taylor Beck. You know, that's the, I think that oh, was on like the front cover of my book when they put, when they put all the quotes like, oh, magical, a triumph, knows Carter Verhagen. <laughs> Andy. Andy. Uh, and he also said that was, and, he, and this is the thing I got to give Andy credit because again, he has, he, he said, you know, he said, just the show's like, he's like, it's a riot. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. It's awesome. He said, but that was quite the debate over Uber. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, Andy, welcome. I said, I said, you know, that happens once or twice every episode. And he's like, okay, all right. He's like, well, I'm going to be listening to it. And I said, well, that's great. So that means that we haven't gone too far off the road, off the rails. We can still attract new people from time to time. Okay. So we just go over the, the, the warning bumps at yeah, the side yeah, of the yeah. road. We haven't. Well, yeah, you got to keep Plotted people awake, right? Area. That's how you wake up the whole car without yeah. waking them up. I got you. Now, here's the here's my question. I want to know, besides Andy, and I want you to tweet us who has recently started listening to this show. Oh, and I want to know listeners. Yeah. I want to know why you started, how you started, how you found out, and what you think. I just want to know. I just think it'd be interesting, but I want to, mostly I want to know how you found out about us because the thing that has always fascinated me about this show is that it has zero advertising. We've put probably in equipment, probably less than a thousand dollars worth of equipment into it. About a, about a grand. Um, and that we don't use anymore because we're in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the equipment's are a waste. We can, yeah. but, well, it's not They're technically a waste, waste. No, because no. we still can go live no, anywhere we it want. It wasn't worth it. No. <laughs> no. We got a year out of it. Yeah. But no. no. Garbage. But I'm always fascinated. How do people find stuff like this? Because there's 70 billion podcasts out there. Yeah. And it's not like podcasting is like net, it's it's the Netflix of radio, right? You can pick you pick and choose on demand whatever it is you want to listen to. But That's I always where feel all like the freaks go. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So we're, how'd you guys find us? What was the first moment you went, what's wrong with these people? That is a good question, actually. When was the, and, and this is for everybody then, as a follow up, and put this on our, our Steve Dangle Reddit page, okay? okay? Just search, go to Reddit, search Steve Dangle. I want to know what was the first moment you knew that there was a piece missing with all of us? If you can name specific <laughs> examples, Jesse, myself, Steve, I would love to know that. Just, just thought I'd throw it out there. This is for a YouTuber. You have to understand, it's rare for me to like people going first and talking about being first. <laughs> There's going to be a huge debate. I listened to it first. <laughs> From the first episode. The f- first episode. Well, my first episode <laughs> was three weeks ago. And if it was three weeks ago, still a valid point. That's okay. You know, we, we, we lose it every show. Now, on today's show, there is a lot to cover. The first thing we need to cover is USA Today has reviewed all 30 NHL teams. Oh, good. And they have given us a breakdown of what USA Today thinks the NHL, what's going to happen in the NHL this year. Mm-hmm. And I want to go through it with you. All 30 teams. The best part about it is actually, of course, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Because if you're a Leafs fan, you're going to hate it. If you're a non-Leafs fan, you're going to love it. And uh, the, the next, obviously, we're going to talk about Leafs Media Day, Steve. We're going to talk about uh, the fact that Riley Matthews and Nylander were all part of a play the last game in preseason to actually, you know, set up a goal, Freddie Squeeze. Anderson. But also, I found really, really interesting. There is one RFA, not RFA, sorry, UFA that is still not signed and has totally blown their chances at making a lot of money. And I'm questioning what's going to happen to this person next. I'd also like to talk about some of the major RFAs left on the market. And Jesse has something he wants to talk about with the Coyotes, who apologized yesterday. Yes. 
We're still not sure why. We'll get into that before, before, hopefully before the radio portion of the show is done, but definitely on the show. So, first things first, I'm the realist. Also, uh, God, <laughs> how dare you get off the podcast. Now that Andy knows you're here, you have to leave. Oh, God. Uh, that, that quote. Makes you more Iggy Azalea than my dog. No, that's not true. Uh, let's not let's not go there. Okay, true. so here's the USA Today Sports, which I did not know existed, gentlemen. Didn't know it existed. It all but it, it makes sense. USA Today is an enormous publication. Here are their projections. And they said it's our semi-scientific guess at where the standings will come in April. Now, of course, when you put out something like this, there's no winning. There is no winning a list like this because predictions are predictions and, you know, that's the way it goes. So here's here's how all the divisions shake out. Stop me if you hear anything weird. In the Pacific Division, they say the Sharks will have 104 points and be first. Cal- Whoa! Calgary with 99 points and second. Whoa! LA, 94 points and third. Ducks, 91 points and fourth. Coyotes, 90 points which still technically is apparently playoff. 90 points is about the cutoff. 90-91. arm's reach. Last year's team was Detroit, who was 15th with 93 points. There you go. Wow, really? Yeah. Oilers with 77 points. Ooh. Bring it up to rear. And last in the division, in the Pacific Division, what have I not named? Oh, dear. What? what? Oh, heavens. Um... Is it the Vancouver Canucks? It's the Vancouver oh, Canucks. Oh, dear. How Who, many by the way, Is it a nice amount of points? It is. It's the best amount of points because it puts them dead last in the NHL, according to USA Today. Dead last? Now, that's funny because the, the Canucks think they're going to be in the playoffs this year. 65 points. That's what they're saying the Canucks oh, will man, get. Oh, man. That's four points below what I thought they were. <laughs> wow. Yep. Now, in the Central. Jeez, that's rough. In the center, you have the Blackhawks, 106 points. The Stars tied with the Blackhawks, but number two at 106 points. Predators, 101 points. Wild, 99 points. Blues, 96 points. Jets, just out of the playoff picture with Whoa, 91 they points. they the Wild ahead of the Blues? They have the Wild ahead of the Blues, which I thought was interesting, but okay. never underestimate Bruce Boudreaux. Fair. He is great in the regular season. Questionable in the off season or in the playoffs, but whatever. let's get there. Uh, just let's get there, just baby. Get there. Yeah. And the uh, the Avalanche, sorry, with ninety or sorry, seventy three points. Oh wow! Wow, that's bit harsh. Of, bit of a fall off. Real harsh. Yeah. So okay. what he, what they're basically saying is, in the West, if you're really good, you're you're right up there, and if you're not even, it, it, there's either pretty damn good or not even close. So based on that, who are the playoff teams? Playoff teams, I would assume, are the Sharks, the Flames, the Kings, the Ducks. Uh, and then for argument's sake, the Wild, Predators, Stars, and Blackhawks. Although, you could say it'll be Blackhawks, Sharks, Flames, Stars, Predators. Yeah, basically, here's it. Here's what I'm going to go from points. Sorry, I just confused everybody. No, that's okay. Playoff teams would be this. Blackhawks, Sharks, Stars, Predators, Flames, Wild, Los Angeles, Blues. and Blues. Yeah. Is it both Los Angeles yeah. and the Wow and the Blues? Okay. Wow. No Anaheim in the play, in the playoffs. So the West are, is ridiculous. Well, I think it's kind of wow. interesting because they they've accounted for the loss of points with Randy Car- Carlisle coaching in Anaheim, <laughs> which is is obvious. Um, and it's kind of, it's funny because we got to talk about Anaheim. They've got some serious RFA issues that they still haven't dealt with. I find it interesting too that they don't think the Jets. They just don't think the Jets have it. And I also. 
rating Calgary at almost 100 points. That is a, like, look, I expect them to make a huge jump. I kind of think they might make the playoffs, but that's that's, that's a, a jump. That's a jump. That is a huge jump. So here's the East breakdown. We're going to start with the Atlantic Division, home of our very own Toronto Maple Leafs. Ah, very good. Ah, very good. Very ah. good. The Lightning, 107 points, first place. Believe Mo- it. Montreal, 101 points. If Carey Price is healthy. Whoa. I can believe it. Already a surprise. Okay. I can believe it. Panthers tied with Montreal at 101 points. Good. Good. Uh, Boston, 90 points. See, what a drop-off. So That's they a drop-off. Eh? That wow. is a drop-off. Red Wings, 85 points. Interesting. And and not not uh, shocking. No. I mean, the, no. It, it wouldn't the, the, the streak ends this year. You think so? The streak ends. All right. They Steve won't Dangle. make the playoffs. Sabres, 78 points, which I believe is basically what they had last year. But, whoa. The Leafs. Okay. Go ahead. Continue. Buffalo had 81 last year. So Buffalo's going to take a step back. I don't think so. I think they're too. I think they're getting better. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're not great, but I think <laughs> but, they're getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Senators. Oh my god! Seventy-four points. Oh my god! Now, if we're keeping track at home here, I believe the Leafs finished the season with was it sixty-seven or sixty-nine? Sixty-nine points. Yeah. I wish it had been sixty-seven. I know they finished dead last with sixty-nine. They finished fourth last the year before mm-hmm. with sixty-eight. USA Today says the Maple Leafs will go 29, 40, and thirteen. For 71 points. Damn. Yeah, that's no, harsh. No, they'll do better than that. I think so, too. They'll do better. Like, I know I'm a homer for the Leafs, but I think they're going to do better than that. I think playoffs isn't... Re- <sighs> it's not a ridiculous thing, but you wouldn't be shocked either I give either them way. a 25% chance. Okay. That's a fighting chance. Yeah. So but if they, unlikely. If they go on a really good run somewhere in the in this season, you can see them making the playoffs. If anyone does that. Yeah. If anyone does that. Now, the Metropolitan Division shakes down like this. In first place, the Penguins with 110 points. They're predicting over 50 Jeez. wins for the Penguins, too. They're Dominance. Old, they're saying 52 wins for the Penguins. Capitals, 103 points. Okay. Rangers, 98 points. Whoa. Flyers, 96. Islanders, 92. No. Yes. Hurricanes with 88 they would be in fifth place in the division. Devils with 84 points and the Columbia Blue Jackmans. Uh, uh, I like the Devils. At 74 points. I like the Devils too. They're I th- a very under the radar team. I think so as well. And when you've got strong goaltending, again, I, I, I've said Corey Schneider's name, I think, the last three weeks running. <laughs> that guy, I, I, with any team with a goalie like that, look at what Carey Price did in Montreal. And I'm not saying Corey Schneider is Carey Price by any stretch. He's not all that far off. That's what I'm saying, man. And that, and if you look at who's actually on the Devils roster, you know they've got that guy Taylor Hall. You ever heard of him? Who is that? Um, he's a used to play in Edmonton. Uh, oh, they okay. traded a, a defenseman. Very cool. Is that Nail Yakupov's team? Yes, it is Nail Yakupov's team. It is now. Yeah. Clearly, it's t- Nail Yakupov's team now. And speaking of Yakupov, like what these predictions and every year's predictions don't take into account? Well, injuries for one. But yeah, trades. Yeah, like Pittsburgh finishing, what was that, 110 points? Yep. They're the reigning Stanley Cup champion. That makes sense. What are they going to do with Fleury or Murray? Because they're not going to end the season with both of them. Mm -hmm. Are they? They might. They might have to. They might not have a choice. And just let one of them go in the the expansion draft. There are going to be some good teams 
who have to make some really, really unfortunate decisions because of the expansion quick, draft. Quick hypothetical. You're Jim Rutherford. And by the way, if you haven't read his Players Tribune article from today, it's really good. Yeah, not yet. Um, so if you have two great goalies and you have a shot at the Stanley Cup again, there's no... Is there a an intelligent way to try to get a return on them, or do you just go for it and say, you know what, we're going to lose one of them, we'll make that decision in the offseason, but we have to go for it now because our window is now. God. Because, well, okay, why do you set yourself up for the future? So you can win the Cup. So you can win the Cup. You won the Cup last year. You have a pretty good shot at winning it again this year. And... This is an irresponsible way to look at it, but mm-hmm. if you lose one of your goalies, you still have a, one of the best goalies in the league, probably. <laughs> and goalies are like a dime a dozen these days. You can get, you can get like an NHL vet for under a million. It's ridiculous. You, you can get Enron. a real good one for under three, and uh, you're right back in there. So I'm not saying just give Matt Murray away, <laughs> but like that's not going to sink the Penguins. Heading into last year, would you have said Matt Murray, integral part of the Penguins? No. I would have said future, but I would not have said integral. And I don't think anybody would have until the playoffs. If Flurry's healthy, they have just as good of a shot at winning the Cup. There you go. So, and yeah, and if somebody goes down an injury, then you've got the other one. Yes. Which is great. Okay, so here's how the playoff picture shakes out. And I'm going to try not to be as confusing as I was with the West. I apologize <laughs> to everybody. So, Penguins, Lightning. Canadians, Capitals, Panthers, Rangers, Flyers, and Islanders just squeaking in. So the Islanders do squeak in. They do squeak in with 92. I think they're really underestimating the Islanders there. I think so too. And I don't think that's far off from what it's going to be. I just think, and their numbers agree that the East is open. Mm -hmm. It's there for the taking. I mean, Montreal, how many points do they have Montreal getting? 101. Dude, like, even if they get, let's say, f- six fewer points than that, that's three wins. Who gets those six points? Where do they go, and how does it affect the playoff picture? It's hard to make predictions. It's hard. And it's hard to, to bash USA to, today too much for it because it's a great social post for them. It's a, and that's all it's supposed to be. Uh, it's uh, hard to bash predictions because they're, you're just they're predictions. guessing. <laughs> yeah. You're just guessing. However, I don't I, care how many numbers you put into it. I do it. find that the Maple Leafs number got... That's why I brought it up. I'm like, that is a really striking... And the no. Vancouver Canucks one, I was like, last place? No. The, I don't see last place for the Canucks. Could be wrong. The Leafs are uh, on paper completely different team from the one that even played at like Christmas last year. No, no. I, I seventy playoffs. I don't know seventy one points. No way. They Better have two Canadian teams in the playoffs. Is that about right? That would be awesome. As a Rogers employee, <laughs> oh let me God. go ahead and say that would be awesome. I think it's hey. There is a real chance none of them make it again. There's a real chance. Oh, yeah. I, I think most of our hopes hinge on Montreal and Calgary. Mm-hmm. I think you got it. And no improvement in Edmonton again? I see Another improvement. Year. Improvement. 
I think also you get a full year of Connor McDavid. You get a full yeah, full, full year, year of Connor McDavid. 82 more points Lucic. in the lineup, essentially. Yeah, Lucic would be. And Lucic and, and McDavid together. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing. Last year it was... Well, McDavid was playing with Pouliot and Yakupov. And nothing they against... They were a great line, though. They were a great mm-hmm. line. But think of what... How, how many more opportunities, in theory, a guy like Milan Lucic gives you? I bet Lucic doesn't stick with McDavid. Why yeah, do you say you that? see them on the same line. I just, I don't really know how compatible they are. Like, that is a step up in speed that I don't know if I've ever seen an NHL player as fast as Connor McDavid. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone with the acceleration of Connor McDavid. Um, and what's wrong with having Lucic on your second line? And maybe, like, look what Crosby has played with. Over his career, I think he was with Hosa for a little bit. I yeah. might, might be wrong, but he. Had, I mean, he got Chris Kunitz onto Team Canada. No offense to my boy Colby Armstrong, but he had Colby Armstrong there for a while and helped him make a name. He had Chris Kunitz. Yeah, I mean, not to take anything away from Chris Kunitz, but he helped make that guy's career. He helped make Pascal Dupuis' career mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Give credit to Connor Sheary, but he had Connor Sheary. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like mm-hmm. I, I think if you just put a compatible player there, it doesn't have to be a star, but a fast skater, let's say, or a role a role player who maybe has he crashes the net like Lucic, but he's faster. I'm not sure who that is in Edmonton off the top of my head. I I think you when you have a guy as good as McDavid, you can spread it out a little bit more. Mm. You're having trouble getting the best out of Yakupov, but he played great with McDavid. Why not reunite them? Yeah. I don't understand what, what that either. What better way? What better way to reignite a guy's career? It's I don't think he's going to be a complete boat anchor on McDavid. He's fast enough to keep up. Fast enough to keep up. And he, whenever I watched him in junior, and I know that's many moons ago now, the thing about Yakupov that made him great that led to so many scoring chances was you wouldn't, the puck would be on his stick and you didn't even know he was in the zone yet. Like he just, he has this way of sneaking through like the weeds and the tall grass and just ah, snatching goals out of nowhere. If everyone's focusing on McDavid, you could see that yak again. I'm just saying. So, So we on Sunday saw Morgan Riley scoring a goal. Didn't we? With Nylander setting it up, and Matthews drawing the attention of both the defenseman and the Habs goalie, I believe it was Michael Condon, uh, in front of the net. Because if Austin Matthews is in front of the net, you can bet the goalie's thinking about him, and you can bet the the defenseman's all over him, which kind of clears the way for everybody else. Now, And that's what I was saying. how, How did that feel for you? All the good. All the good. And it's bad because it's preseason. Okay. And some people have said, well, there's more NHL players on the Leafs team than the one that, like, the Habs iced, for example. Well, well okay. that's fair. Totally. I and mean, we're not talking about the win here. We're talking about that one specific, we're talking about the, the future, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know when this podcast is going to go up. I think Freddie Anderson is supposed to get the start tonight. But until tonight, the Leafs haven't played a single game with their starting goalie. And yes, the Leafs are icing a lot of their NHL team against other teams' kids. The Leafs' NHL team is kids. <laughs> and their kids are ahead of your kids. Odds are. Matthews, he doesn't have a single game NHL experience. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to count the World Cup, which you should not. 
Even though you sort of should for a variety of reasons. Anyway, the Leafs' kids are ahead of your kids. Morgan Riley has how many years NHL experience? I think this is his fourth year. Yeah, he's as old as a good defenseman is when they break into the league. This is exciting, man. Nylander doesn't have a full season in the NHL yet. He doesn't even have half of one. Mm-hmm. But he's going to. He's going to add him. He doesn't even have two full years on North American ice yet. Oh, man. I'm excited. I'm real excited. Look, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself, but it's exciting to watch. You know, the funny thing from that game that I took away from it was Mitch Marner was the best of the three of them. Mm -hmm. He'll make, I think he's got to make the team. He's got to make the team. And And I say that not as a slight against Nylander and Matthews, who I thought were both very, very good. But Mitch Marner was the best player on that team that that night, and he, has been yeah. a couple times. Yeah, and he doesn't always he doesn't have to get on the scoring sheet. No, and to me that that is what indicates he's going to make this team because he's struggled to put up an assist or a goal a few times. But you never had a game where you didn't say wow. You never had a game where he didn't look like he belonged. Yeah, he's and, eighteen. And he's 165 pounds. Yeah. Now, but that works now. Here's it. Sure. Sure. It can. At very least, it can. Now, I'm going to make a video soon because I was, uh, I finally caved to the pressure. I want to try to put together what I think the Leafs roster is going to look oh like. Oh, my God. It's did it include Jeremy Bracco? Sorry. Yes. No. Or yeah, Casimir so, Kaskas. Yeah. Oh yeah. And let me get that out of the I, way. I can't wait for him to be the Leaf starter so we can just do that every time. Yeah, no, some people are gonna have to be frustrated because I've seen a lot of people dumping on Antoine Bebo. Kaskiswo is gonna start the year in the ECHL. Yeah. Because that's that's just the how plan. seniority works. That's the plan. Yeah. If he earns his way out of that position, then I'm sure he will. Now Let's say the Leafs have 13 spots at forward. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Um, 12 on opening night, obviously, and then one spare. We'll say it's one spare. It might be two. Let's say one. For those 13 spots, I think my number was 25 guys are competing for them. For the 13 spots. For the 13 spots. Ooh. Now, among those... Uh, with NHL experience, Brendan Leipzig. I mean, he's no. You can probably tick him off right away. Uh, Kasperi Kapanen, and not saying these guys aren't going to be good. They're just not going to get those spots right away. Uh, you can tick off Nikita Soshnikov. He's going to start the year in the AHL. Babcock said because of an injury, um, and which then, sucks for him because he played so well. It does last suck year. for him, but the Leafs. Part of the Leafs has to be going, okay, now we don't have to make that decision. Yeah. I'm not sure you would have made the team. What about Zach Hyman? What about Zach Hyman, Adam? They're giving him a real look. They're giving him a look. So here's what's interesting. They have Nylander with Matthews. Mm-hmm. Which is, oh, oh, I know. That just I know. shivers up my spine. I know. I just and put I, Marner there. No. <laughs> now wait, though. They've had... Um, Matthews and Nylander I, I think a, a couple times now at least so that to me indicates they're trying that out they're trying that out and they want to see how good it looks mm-hmm. now who has the other winger been each time at least I think it was in one game and during practices so far I think, was it Hyman? it's Zach Hyman 
You want to know who is like almost always Nylander's line mate with the Marlies? Zach Hyman. Zach Hyman. Now he was the centerman. Oh, often. Was often. he not? Or was Nylander the centerman? No, Nylander was the centerman and Hyman can play either wing, but which is also to his center. advantage. Yeah, but I mean a lot of a lot of players kind of start as a center yeah. or get drafted as a center. And, and then, then they end up on the wings. Yeah. Like Marner might. Uh Matthews looks like he may stick at center. But oh yeah. Matthews will be a center. Yeah. Nylander, I think they're going to try on the wing, and then mm-hmm. who knows? And then Marner looks like he'll start on the wing as well. So if I'm connecting the dots here, they're seeing how this line looks. Now, if you have a line like that, do you, not because they're not good, but do you put them at the, um, do you put them in the, the third line position? Dude, that line will start as the third. Yeah, we'll start. But, as I mean, third. you look at the fine, which is Am good. I being ridiculous, saying that's that could be the first line. I don't think so. But here's here's why I don't want that to be the third, or the first line, <laughs> because when you go up against, let's say, Getzlav and Perry, even though that would happen once a year, wouldn't you rather have Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner go up against whoever Anaheim's third line is? I tell you and what, though, host them. I tell you what, though, the Leafs had a big lead on Anaheim. At the ACC, they choked on it, went to overtime, and I can't remember who scored the OT winner for the Leafs, but you know what I do remember? Zach Hyman in front, tying up Ryan Getzlaff on the OT winner. I'm not saying if you offer me Getzlaff ahead of Hyman, I'd take Hyman, but I think he's ready. I think he's ready for the show. Now, the problem slash awesome thing is we've kind of forgotten why we were stoked about this Leafs rebuild. Why were we stoked? A lot of people went, oh, they're going to do it properly. They're going to do it nice and slow. They're going to do it like the Red Wings. Now, the thing about the Red Wings is it took forever for prospects to make it. And ideally, you want players too good for the AHL in the AHL. Because if someone gets hurt, you don't want to be calling up an AHLer. You want to be calling up an NHL player. And I think that's an advantage the Leafs will have over mm-hmm. some teams. The roster out of the gate might not be as good, but some guys are going to get hurt. Some and, guys are going to get traded. And traded. But the hope is that there won't be a huge drop-off in the quality of player. Right? So, like, let's say, I don't know. Let's say theoretically. Hyman makes the team, mm-hmm. and he gets hurt, and you're calling up Soshnikov. Soshnikov. I don't know if he's a right-handed, isn't he? Mm, he plays right wing, but he's left-handed. Okay. You're calling up Soshnikov. You're calling up Connor Brown. Does Connor Brown make this damn team? I don't know. You're. You're. I don't think so. You're no, getting, I don't think so. Either maybe Josh Levo has to clear waivers, or you're saying, "Hey, put down that bag of popcorn and uh, c- come join us." Come join us on the ice. Who's uh, the fourth center? Because if you go Kadri, Bozak, Matthews. I have no idea, dude. And then someone. Brooks Lake? Brooks Lake's wing. Oh, he's no. center. He can play center. But. How does Colin Greening make this team? How does Brooks Lake make this team? Milan Mahalik will make this team. Milan Mahalik's pretty good. He's good. Like He'll play a prominent role probably in the top six. But there are... Someone's going to get spurned. A few someones are going to get spurned. It's I don't know how they do this. 
I don't know how to do it. Oh, God, now, I'm getting too excited. We gotta go I to break. felt this way in a long time. We got to go to break, but when we come back, we got to get more excited because we got to talk about Nikita Saitsev. Oh, there's another one. There's another one. Last place, D. Jesse. <laughs> Just give us this, Jesse. We finished last. We'll be right no. back on the Steve Dango podcast. <laughs> Nikita Saitsev. Saitsev. The, the Viper. That's what we're going to call him the right, Viper. Right, right, right now. Sites. The Viper Russian Sniper. That Viper Russian Sniper. That, that yes. So readily. <laughs> <laughs> no, the facts about Nikita Saitsev. <laughs> so, what are the facts about Nikita Saitsev? He's kind of looking like. Now, just give it a second. When I look at Nylander with the puck, when I watch Nylander with the puck, it's like. It's like the whole ice opens up. When he has the puck, he's looking, looking, looking all the time. He's looking. Things happen. Things just seem to materialize. Oh, he's got the puck. Oh, look at that. They're on a really nice break. And, oh, they got turned around away because someone lost it. Oh, look at Nylander's got it again. And he's, and because things, they, they just make things happen the consistently. Puck finds his stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nikita Saitsev seems the same. Seems the same. Huh. And in my uneducated hockey opinion, I don't want to get. Oh! Too leafy about this. Oh, I'm getting all the way. All the way leafy. He seems like he's going to fit right in. Uh, okay, I have, a, I have a title for this episode. What is it? The tightening of the pants. <laughs> oh my God. That is. Be- because <laughs> why? I wear tight pants. Mm. Why? What did you? What did you? Nothing. I am getting so excited about this team, man. Oh, I'm getting so excited about this team. So, what are your I thoughts on him? This way. I don't know when the last time I felt this way was. I really don't. I, I really don't either. Don't. I don't either. I can't remember the last time I was giddy about the Leafs. Maybe when they came back from the last lockout and I was giddy. Now, because they had a chance to make the playoffs and they the did. Leafs, here's the Leafs challenge. I'm not even sure they can hurt my feelings this year, which means they're going to find a way to hurt my feelings because <laughs> they can make the, they can miss the playoffs and I'd be like, yeah, well, what are you going to do? Me too. What do you expect? What if they fall second last like USA Today says? Then I will. Yeah, I'll be a little that, sad. That will hurt my feelings. There you go. They have some so pressure. They can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nikita Saitsev, break him down. What do you think? Uh, that is a. I mean, okay. So we liked his offense, right? Mm-hmm. Good. He's got a good shot. It's good. It's good. You know, he's a real good player. You know, knows how to handle the puck. I thought he was our best defender in in this game. My Babs sometimes. Uh, Squeaks into being bubbles a little bit. They're pretty I don't good. think that's a very uh, good impression. I got to work on it. There. Actually, your Babs, I thought was pretty good. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I think it's pretty good. Uh, it's not. It's not Donald Trump level, but it's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. You know, all you want to know from the preseason is uh, if you got a player, and uh, Zaitsev's a player. Uh, now the the struggle, I think, is going to be in the defensive zone. Right. Yeah. Tying players up. Is he? Is he going to be tough on the puck? Is he going to be responsible? He's going on all the. Well, he is a Russian wearing a visor. Oh my goodness! A sweetheart Russian wearing a visor. (laughs) They should have gone with Roman Polak. Good Canadian kid. Who's not Canadian? They should have never gone with Polak. (laughs) (laughs) But it's okay. He plays Canadian style. Is what it's. Ah, you know. Anyway, um, he's going on all these offensive rushes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Has all this offensive control. Is he going to be able to get back? It's going to be a young team making young mistakes. Yep. Yep. We're going to have to see that and expect that and and they're going to blow leads, guys. They're going to blow they're going to blow yeah. leads. Now though, 
they're gonna screw up. Having said that, I think Zaitsev's twenty four. Which would make him the second oldest. He is 24. Just 24. So he's the second oldest right-handed defenseman on the Leafs behind Polak. Wow. (laughs) Which means by the end of the season, he'll be the oldest right-handed shot of the league. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, let's be honest here. Yeah, Roma's getting Daniel Wittick for sure. Unless they can't even trade Polak. He's so bad. I think so there's a lot of teams that really goal. like like him. I don't get it. I don't get it. I feel look, okay, we know what his role with this team is. He's mm-hmm. supposed to be a motivator, uh leadership guy, but and intimidate people. He's not one of their top three right handed shots on D. What about like, Matt Hunwick? There's another guy. He's another guy who do you probably won't end the season with the Leafs. Now here's the other weird little thing. What if, against all odds, the Leafs are on a 95-point pace and could make the playoffs? Well, they're not buying. Yeah, you can't buy. But it's harder to sell. What, it's harder to sell what? Oh, selling? No, it's not. It is not hard to sell Matt Hunwick and Roman Polak. I think you don't stray from the course. Yeah. Even if you're, like, aiming for eighth place. You don't say, okay, we're going to sacrifice the next five years. If they're years at a 95 point pace, to your point, Jesse, they don't have anything to sell. No. They're selling the fact that they're going to be in the playoffs. Let them, let them trade Polak. People be like, yeah, whatever you need yeah, to do. Cool. Just get us to the playoffs. This is like that show, The Biggest Loser. Hold for laughter because we're talking about the Leafs. But they take a bunch of people who want to lose some weight. And what do they do? They put them in a house full of pastries. Yeah, they're jerks. Eh? Like jerks. Now, let's say they're on a playoff pace. It's the centennial season of the NHL. Mm. It's the centennial season of the Leafs. Jesse, you're you're humming and hawing, no, man. You don't. The world of temptation. Babcock won't do it. Um, I trust Shanahan him. won't I, do it. Shanahan make, hey, won't do it. I trust hey, them. Lou won't do it. We're we're making good time. We can afford to stop. No, no, no. Steve. The future. This is not you know this what? I've been era. I've on the way to the contender for years and years and years. Not one playoff appearance. Yeah, We're going to be a contender. for Matt Hunwick isn't going to put us back that far. Please Come do that. Again. Oh, I will. <laughs> you know what? Get the potato wedges, too. You deserved it. You had a good week. You went on a walk. <laughs> Steve. You took the stairs? We're trying to stay fit for life. Steve. Not just lose a bunch of weight at once. Steve. We're a hashtag fit fam. Okay. Hashtag FitFam. Yeah, but you and that really means enjoy your life. That means <laughs> no. that the team... It's the centennial year. I, you know what? I, here's the thing. If the Leafs were on a 95-point playoff or a playoff pace, let's say, no. Roman Polak isn't going anywhere because they would want a guy like that in the playoffs. Guarantee it. This is what I'm saying, man. Now, that but doesn't... does that cost us the future? No. no. Just, he just sticks around. Yeah. That's, we didn't, that's what I'm saying, We didn't though. sell. And yeah, it doesn't, mean, it doesn't mean they don't sell the Hundog. I'm just saying. He's Hundog. Just saying. So you know. Yeah, I, I said. Not that I don't love I heard. him. <laughs> I called him that last year. Nobody said anything. Hundog. It's, it's okay. That's hey, you know it. what? Everything is dog. If you put a dog on anything, it sounds good. What if they good. call him Honey? Wiki. Well, it's, it's all Maddie. cozy. Yeah. And, oh, Maddie. That's boring. Maddie, call him Honey. Maddie Hunwickman. They, maybe they call him Buzz. Hunman. Hmm? Buzz. Maybe they call him Buzz. Honey, therefore bees, therefore Buzz. Oh. Steve. Anyway, <laughs> officially <laughs> on the endangered species list. The, yeah, that's great. Bees? That, yeah, yeah did you hear that? Yeah. Yo, what's up with bees? What's wrong with them? Uh, they're saying there's something in the pesticides that are killing them off. And mm. and without bees, one landed on my hand the other day and did nothing. 
Oh no! Well, most bees don't sting you. It's it's there. It's the yellow jackets that Nobody, sting you. Bees don't sting unless like, they're threatened. Oh, well. He, I don't know if it was a boy. It was it was like lazy though. Like I shook it off my hand and it landed on my shoe and was just kind of walking around all dopey. What's yeah. wrong with the bees? Man? Well, sometimes I mean it's it's also colder out, so they're they're oh, yeah, maybe. they they do die. Some get kicked out of the. There's I don't know too much about bees, but <laughs> basically they they kick some of them out. How do we get here in the winter? They kick some of them we, out in the this winter. This is if you're in your first three weeks, you're going that that's it. In the middle of <laughs> that's talking about the leaves, you're like, but bees <laughs> <laughs> because we were trying to come up with a nickname for Matt honey. Hunwick, and you came up with honey. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're all to blame. Um, the other thing I want to bring up is the fact that Freddie Anderson does start tonight. Oh, boy. Starts his career with the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight and his career disappointing Steve Dangle. Oh, how dare you. I think, wow. I think <laughs> Steve, Steve, there was not a less excited person on planet Earth than but, when Frederick Anderson yeah. came to Toronto. Now, it's funny because we have a friend who is a Yahoo sports writer. You know exactly who I'm talking about. Jen Neal. Jen Neal, who was so upset that Anaheim traded Freddie Anderson. She knows her hockey better than in, than us in this room. Mm-hmm. And she was so upset that they said, she said they chose Gibson over Anderson and that was the wrong choice. There's not a Ducks fan I've heard from that didn't hate that trade. Mm-hmm. So Which maybe, is weird because they got a first and a second. So maybe just... Maybe just uh, allow Freddie into your heart. I know he's not James. I know he's not James. Right? I don't. I don't know. I mean, I have given every Leafs goalie a chance. You weren't too high on him. Not too high. He wasn't high on the trade. He wasn't high on the contract. Yeah, you didn't like anything about it, and you didn't say much about the player. So here's your chance. What do you think about Freddie? I've been talked into not liking it, and I've also been talked into liking it. I think he's a dependable goalie. He is an above-average, steady goalie, steady Freddy. I think he has the ability to steal games. I think he often will not, but that doesn't mean he won't be, like, he'll be steady. He'll be steady Freddy. I don't think he's going to have a lot of blow-ups. I think more often than not, more often than not, there it is, you score three goals, you get the win. That's great. That is great. That's why I'm saying I think he's good. I think the Leafs are capable of that. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to shot. Every now and then you'll need four. He'll have to stop a lot of rubber, though. He is going to have to stop look a at, lot of rubber. Look and- at the Leafs' top three. Riley, Zaitsev, Gardner. Not defensively minded. So I think there are a lot of... No, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, that's going to be a, a problem. There are a lot of goalies who I... Th- <clears throat> Sorry, a lot of starting goalies... Who are roughly Freddie Anderson. Mm-hmm. I think where it all gets separated is how much Freddie plays. How many games, how many uh, full games he gets in, because that's mm-hmm. key. And how good Jonas Henroth is. Because he'll play about 30 games. The way Reimer played last year, when, he, when they were like, okay, you're the starter now. I'd say he was about on par with a lot of league average, above average goalies. Mm-hmm. I think Florida he, sure, sure hope so. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think he was about on par with what you should hope Freddie Anderson is. Bernier sucked. <laughs> mm. Bernier was real bad. He turned it on a bit at the end, but he was bad. Can Enroth be better than Bernier was last year? That that I think will be where you see the gap between sixty nine points and 
whatever. Whatever they're able to climb to. 105. 106. Wow. And parked yourself in a playoff spot. Uh, how was Leafs Media Day? Quickly. It was fun. Yeah? A lot of fun. Um, I know you got, a video, back, you got a video coming back. I got a video coming. I got two. I got two that should be coming. I'm not sure exactly when those are going to go up. But I got a blog post there if you want to read that. That's mm-hmm. on the Steve Dangle blog. You said scaled back. What do you mean? So, okay. If you've ever been to the MasterCard Center, put it in your head there. There's four pads of ice. There's the Leafs practice rink. There's the Marley's practice rink. There is one that is mostly used by Hockey Canada, I think, and it's got stands, got a couple hundred seats there. And there's one that I've only ever seen used for public use. Usually, at least two of those pads are used for photo shoots and uh, video captures. So, in past year, last year, I saw like they had this platform, this spinning platform that the Leafs just stood on and it spun and the camera captured them spinning which I'm like just ask the player to spin they're NHL players they know how to skate I don't know um, and they had all these different stations set up there's an evil station that we don't talk about there's Sportsnet uh, there's MLSE um, you know so they're capturing stuff for TV they're capturing stuff for the Jumbotron as well this year one pad of ice used split three ways Mm. That was it. Um, and they were s- smaller. They were a little bit uh, smaller. That was the Hockey Canada one because there's a little bit more space in that rink. The Leafs practice ice was used for, wait for it, Leafs practice. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Which was very surprising because Media Day is supposed to be a gong show. On a, on a, in a lot of years, it is. Last year... They had to do media day, take all their pictures, uh, do all the video capture, do all the interviews, come out and get get interviewed by the press, and be on a plane to Halifax by, I think, 2 o'clock. Whoa. And somehow in the middle of all that, Lou Lamorello comes out after some reporters had already left and gone, oh, by the way, we traded five players for mm-hmm. Michael Grabner. I was going to say, Taylor Beck went to all those stations and ended up getting traded for Michael Grabner. Yeah, but what they did was they divided the teams into... Um, uh, sorry, they divided the whole group of Leafs that are still in camp, I think it was 49 players, into two groups. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, this group, you go and do all your video capture stuff and your pictures. The rest of you are practicing. And then they switched. Wow. And Babcock oh, wow. was running a hard practice. You'll see in the video when it goes up. Like they, they, this, They were not messing around. This was a mid-season practice. Good. And it's funny in practice, you can see the difference between a lot of NHL players and AHL guys. And you can see guys who are not quite used to a certain drill. This is very interesting. Are we going to see this in the video? Uh, no, I was nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I now. will not include the footage of Polak falling down. Okay, oh. now, Stephen. All right, so we got to <laughs> go. We got to go on. But in the download section. Stephen. In the I'll download section of this show, we're going to talk a little bit about the RFAs, some of the big RFAs that are still out there, and a UFA that totally blew it on the free agent market this year. Also, something about the Coyotes apologizing. And um, I... I also have an admission to make. Oh, dear. Um, I big-timed someone today. Oh. Yeah. So and it's just like every other I didn't, day. I didn't mean to, but I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to have to have the producer who was with me from Breakfast Television call in, and she's going to tell you what happened. Okay? 
So that'll be in the download section at sportsnet.ca or on SoundCloud or any t- any place you can find a podcast. We are on it. It is the Steve Dangle Podcast brought to you by, blah, blah, blah. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. That's what's on the inside. That, blah, that counts. That, that was a really good endorsement. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. RFAs that are still quote unquote available, not really available to, to teams, but you know, they're still RFAs. Nikita Kucherov in Tampa Bay. Still not signed a contract. And not attending camp. Not attending camp. They said the, Eisenman has said that the, whatever contract they sign will help them determine what they'll have to do next. As in, they're going to sign Kucherov, but they don't know how they're going to fit him under the cap. So So as soon as they have a deal in place, somebody's going to get moved. Interesting. Very interesting. Oh, Toronto, 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 Toronto. Bishop. Why do uh, we need another goalie? I don't no, 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 no. Sorry. Those were two separate thoughts. Oh. Smashed together. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we could get into what Tampa's gonna do, but continue. Goudreau and Calgary. Elliot Friedman said recently on the radio that he expects Goudreau to get signed within the week. Interestingly, he said that because the rumor was, and this is the agent who came out and said this, um, they hadn't talked since September 9th. I'm sure. And they're not going to demand a trade. Thank God. Thank God. But yeah, of course, gonna, of course they're going to get a deal done. Johnny Goudreau has all the cards. Except for the RFA thing. They'll, he's going to get his He's going to get his money. They're going to get a deal. And by the way, Calgary, it's going to be worth it. So just, just deal with it. It's... I think Calgary just needs to figure out what it's going to do with its defense. Now, be worth $8 million? Uh, Mr. Truba, word is the Leafs, uh, no, he, he isn't resigned or anything. Word is the Leafs offered Gardner and Soshnikov and were turned down. Who said that? That's That was thrown out there by Darren Drager. Oh. Apparently. That was, the, that was what apparently he said. If you look up Truba and Drager on Twitter, I even looked it up to make sure. He apparently said that that might have been an offer that was... Now, Andrew Walker took a little bit of heat um, because oh, he suggested... Yo, our boy. Our boy, Andrew Walker. What a- do you say? A- A-Walks. Um, by the way, he needs to have a son named Ethan because then he'll be Ewoks. What up, So, um, he said um, if the Leafs were to offer... Jake Gardner and William Nylander for Jacob Truba. You're crazy. The Jets would say no. You're crazy. Which, now here's what, people were ripping on Walker because they think that's what he believes. No, I don't know if that's what he believes. Let's assume he's telling the truth here and he has heard that the Jets would say no to that. The Jets are idiots. Yeah. (laughs) That's great news. That's great news. It's always good news. Hey, if you're a fan of any team in the league and you hear that the uh, front office of another team is stupid, great news. Great news for you. You're competing with 30, uh, sorry, you're competing with 29 teams every year. You need as many of them to be stupid as possible. Yep. You want you want Vancouver and Boston's management to be in charge for as long Absolutely. as humanly possible. Yep. Especially if you're in their division. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so tr- now that was that's just the rumor, and, and Jesse's verifying that. But uh, I, I don't I don't know that that's necessarily the case because I didn't hear the interview fully. But that was what was being reported. Uh, Rasmus Ristolainen is in camp in Buffalo. Is in camp. Yes. Now here's what he had to say that he the fact that he doesn't have a contract. He said it doesn't bother me, but I'm not happy about it. 
<laughs> so it does bother him. He said, I'm not happy about the fact that it took it to this far. He's like, but I can trust that we'll make a deal before the regular season starts. He's not happy that he's had to wait the whole summer to get this deal done. I don't blame him. That is um, a mature decision, though. To make, I think. Here's the problem. You go to you camp. You know what's going to get done. Let's say you go to camp and you get injured. Oh, that's why yeah, I think what going happens there. I don't. That's why I think going to camp is not necessarily the in what's best for an RFA. There has to be some kind of insurance worked out, but there, there couldn't be an insurance on your extension. I didn't even think of that. I they can't insure a contract that doesn't exist. Um, huh. I wonder if he's on like a modified PTO. No, he's just. I'm sure they can just. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe. Maybe. According to Twitter, Uh Dreger saying Gardner and Shostakov is not true. Okay. It's a rumor started on Twitter. Rumor started on Twitter. Okay. Well, there you go. So that was not, that that didn't happen. Oh, so sometimes people go, why are we talking about blank? And they throw out a stupid trade. And I search the trade and the origin is rumor break or like one of those. Somebody got so mad at me. Why would you even, what are you doing? Why would you give that the time? Yeah, stop okay. stop following Facebook accounts called Leafs Rumors and Trades and Free Agency. Or, you know, because all those guys do is they're aggregators and they often get it wrong. Mm-hmm. No, no. Aggregating would be more effort than what they're doing. They're going Gardner, uh, uh, Sashikov for Truba. There's your rumor. Give me retweets. And then you give them to them. Why? The Dragger rumor was started by NHL News Updates 1. Oh, well, that's my bad. Well, holy shit. <laughs> that was started by them? Yes. Move over, Elliot oh. Friedman. There's a new <laughs> trade breaker in town, and it's NHL Updates 1. Who wasn't even important enough to get NHL it Updates? The real, the real tweet. The first tweet. Well, I didn't look at that particular one. Um, this has two retweets. Our podcast gets fifteen to 20,000 listeners a show. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> you failed. I'm sorry. Listen. Oh, I'm you sorry. Failed, Did I screw something up in putting the entire show together this afternoon? I'm sorry. Oh. oh. Wow. <laughs> oh, that account makes rumors and I see you Listen, make excuses. I am trying mm. to put together uh, something to say about each of these RFAs. Truba, there was really nothing. Trying and failing. So, okay, fine. I'll, listen, I'll wear that one. But you guys, NHL News Updates 1, one of these days their ship's going to come in, okay? And then you'll be sorry, okay? I think if if this is... The rest of this comes from Sportsnet, by the way. To, to go uh, with a little South Park angle, I think you're... NHL updates one. Whoa! No, I'm not. Mm. I'm not. Um, if you want to find a troll, say its name. Anaheim. Hampus Lindholm. <laughs> which is the... Hampus is my favorite Hampus. name. Now, um, is he in camp? I don't think he is. No, I don't think so. Now, here's the thing. Jesse, can you bring up the uh, Anaheim Mighty Ducks general manager? The Mighty Ducks? Mighty Ducks. That's not a mighty. real good player, Hampus Lindholm. Real good. Here's the thing. That's a real good player, you know. They got to re-sign him. Yep. I believe he's 21, 22 years old. Um, he was, I want to say he was drafted the same year as Morgan Riley. The Ducks have a lot of money on the back end already locked up. Now, the rumor is that he's going to get something like $6.5 million over a bazillion years, which is good for him. <laughs> you know. Over a bazillion yeah, years? Yeah, because that's... Now, Jesse, you got it up? Yeah. Can I see it? Sure. I just want to see. So here's what the defense looks like, okay? You've got Sammy Vatanen. 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 
uh, at four point eight seven five, and that's for the next four years. Cam Fowler four million, or sorry, twenty four million. Whoa. Wait, per what? year. Per, Wait, what? Sorry, no, 24 no. million. What am I saying? Cam Fowler is 24, will make 4 million. No. There you go. Numbers are hard. Kevin Bieksa. Oh, no. Now there's an anchor next to his contract because that's what it is. <laughs> that's ah. such a nice touch, by the way. Uh, that means no trade and no move, I believe. Uh, $4 million each of the next two years. Ooh. Uh, so let me throw this out there. Fowler's gone. Well, and that's the rumor. Simone Dupre. That's a good. That's a real good player. Three point seven million dollars. That's a real good contract, mm-hmm. actually. Um, and Clayton Stoner, three point two five. No, each of the next two years. Clayton Stoner, the bear guy. Clayton oh. Stoner. I was shocked. <laughs> now, now this is a really good. I mean, by the way, Simone oh, Dupre. Simone Dupre has a. A sweetheart deal. Look at this. $3.7 million until 2021. Oh, my God. That's a great deal for the the Ducks. Well done. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, fire your agents. Um, Now, Sammy Vatanen, uh, or Vatanen, uh, I've heard it pronounced both ways. I'm sure it's Vatanen, but whatever. 25 years old. Cam Fowler, 24 years old. BX, a 35. Dupre, 25 million. Stoner, 31. And then you've got Hampus Lindholm, who you have to resign. And? Mm. And? And? Anybody? Oh, still unsigned? Ricard Raquel. Ricard Raquel. Now, rumor is that's close. I don't remember where I heard that. It might have been rumor updates four. <laughs> few tears <laughs> down. From, from now on, I'm just going to cite where I got stuff from, so that way I could stop myself from making a mistake like that. The, listen, the, the, the Ducks have apparently $7.5 million in projected cap space. Now, that's not the point, though, because mm-hmm. they are on an internal cap. Uh-huh. They need that space. Are you on the Ducks general manager? Yeah, I'm just looking at... There's one contract here. Oh. There's one contract here that would be awfully nice to be free of if it didn't go with an anchor next to it till 2022. Can you name the player that we've mentioned before, that sure sure would be helpful if this player wasn't here and we got a comparable player at half the price. What? On the... The oh, most obnoxious contract on Ryan the Anaheim Ducks. Kessler. $6.875 million every year till 2022. He is no. already... He's already... 32 years old. And that is a no-movement clause, oh gentlemen. My no, I think that, that'll be worth it. You're out maybe, of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even hold it together. Uh, maybe this year. Uh, because, I mean, again, we've said it a thousand times. Centers get paid too much. Deal with it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, is that deal going to get worse and worse and worse? So you got Raquel and Lindholm. And then uh, you're going to trade Cam Fowler. And it sucks because you could have Lindholm, Fowler, uh, Vitanen. <laughs> Can someone help me out with Let's this? Let's go with Vatnin. Vatnin. I think it's Vatnin. Mm-hmm. Vatnin. You, and like you could have those four guys. Those are your four guys. And you could have an amazing defensive core. And uh, But you've got Bieksa and Stoner. Nothing against those guys personally, but I would much rather have a, the core of that I just mentioned. Now, here's the stupid thing about um, the salary cap. You know what team I went to right away to see 
Like, let's make a deal. Let's figure this out. The Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh. Because they're going to have to make a deal after they sign Kucherov. How's that going to work? No, it wouldn't work. The reason they got to make a deal is because they got offload salary. So how's that going to work? <laughs> the Coyotes are about a hundred grand from the cap. But that's not real money. No, but well, it's Dak and go. Bolin. They yeah. can't take care of anyone else's problems. They're mm. out of problem space. <laughs> that's what that is. I would have never taken on the Datsuk thing. That's a lot. That is a lot. I mean, it is for one year. The Boland thing's even... I mean, I okay, no, sorry. Datsuk I get. Boland, I do not get. Yeah, I... I mean, they got lost in Kraus with him, but I don't get that at all. There's, and this is another thing, going back to the USA Today, all the predictions, like, there's going to be some seismic movement, I think. I feel like I always say that. Am I just an excitable... Boy. Well, yeah, but that's no, there's nothing wrong with that. Usually there is seismic movement. Are your pants tight, Steve? No. Just saying. That's- well, the Leafs aren't too involved in all mm. these conversations. One thing I'm trying to do, I have to ask myself now, how can the Leafs get it on this? But I'm uh, starting to train myself to go, they can't. <laughs> yeah, you're pragmatic enough to know. To how can the Leafs get in on Cam Fowler? They probably can't. Yeah. Kucherov, they can't. I don't know. It's all very interesting. It is very interesting. It's, uh, but, yeah, those two teams are in a pickle. So you know who else has blown it? Oh, boy. Chris Russell and his agent. And let's throw it out there. Thank goodness. Boy, did they blow it. Now, Sportsnet actually posted an article, and I, I think it's hilarious. It's, it says, uh, Russell, veteran defenseman, feeling pressure, cap squeeze. <laughs> I don't think that's how the, right that's what the link says. <laughs> that's probably not what the title is. Um, but they blew it. That's a guy that could have made four and a half million dollars over the next four or five years. Even three, three and a half. Well, no, he wouldn't have accepted three and a half. But he went for five. Well, this is what I'm saying. He went for five. He got Cody Franzened. He could have been a made man. Uh, we see this happen maybe once once a year. Someone overvalues themselves. And they screw up. Now, in Chris Russell's defense, it sounds like he almost got that deal from a few teams. But Chris Russell, at best, is a 5-6. Million per! Now, he blocks a lot of shots. That's not a good thing. That's Well, it's not that it's not a good thing. I think there's value to someone who does that. Right, but you have to ask the question, why someone has to block all those shots? And... How replaceable of a skill is that? Well, you know, here's the deal. If I wanted to, if they if they would have me, I could strap on my skates and go and just jump in front of pucks for the Leafs. That could be my entire role. For millions and millions. I could do that. Now I can't skate. I can't stick handle. I can't shoot. If you but if you got to the puck. But if I got in front of the puck, I could I could guarantee you I could lay down in front of it. You know how many AHL players right now are like, I will do what Chris Russell does. If you just give me the chance. And I think that's what teams are banking on. I got someone who could do that. Now, where does the guy go? Where does he even go? I don't know. Because there are like, there are now less and less so. There's like, I think there's 10 teams that have got 4 million bucks. The one I always go back to is, um, and I don't remember, I don't know if this is true, but I just heard it. Is Martin Biron had like a great season with the Sabres. 
and he goes to free agency and he's like, I want six million bucks, which doesn't mean he's going to get six million bucks, but you can ask for it. And he waits and he waits and he waits and $1.1 million with the Rangers as their backup. Cody Franzen wanted a year deal. I think he was offered a four-year $20 million contract by the Leafs. Oof. Oh, God. The, the, in the back of my mind, that little thing that it's, it's the heartbeat that lives under the floorboards is that contract offer. And the Boland contract offer. Boland contract <laughs> offer. That's, that's a, the five-year, $25 million uh, contract they gave, that they were going to give him. I'm going to turn off all the lights in here and put a flashlight under my face and tell that as a spooky story mm-hmm. <laughs> on the Halloween episode. Now, at and that, then they offered Boland $5 million per. At that time, Shanahan was surrounded by about the worst management group in the NHL. Hmm. If you look at the decisions they made... So I think Shanahan has done a smart thing, which all managers should do. He surrounded himself with people that are smarter than him. Shanahan knows smart people when he sees them. And he hires them. I got a story. What's your story? Uh, I'm on the set yesterday for Leafs Media Day. And I'm getting my picture taken. I'm, you know, standing, standard reporter, elbow out, doing the Elliot Friedman. Uh-huh. Edwin stole it from Elliot Friedman. And I just hear from off camera... Someone goes, Steve Daniel! And I look up, and I kid you not, it was Brendan freaking Shanahan. <laughs> really? Really. That's awesome, man. Did you Shanahan. Did you say hi? Yeah, I was like, uh, hi. You want to get in on this? Like, I, I pointed at, you know, hey, come with, come be with me on camera. And uh, he goes, uh, yeah, I'll be right there. Sarcastically, he didn't come back. <laughs> but that was good enough! Doesn't he follow you on Twitter? Yeah, that doesn't mean he knows who I am. Yes, it does. Well, anyone could have clicked that. But Steve, we knew that Brandon Shanahan knew who That's freaking cool, man. That is pretty cool. That's Made me feel wicked. Good. Made me feel warm and welcome, and I didn't even have to warm him up. Wow. Fabulous. <gasps> Shots fired. Um, so, uh, Chris Russell really blew it. Yep. Do you see a guy like Chris Russell going, okay, okay. Fine. Trade Cam Fowler and bring him to Anaheim. I'll sign for Randy's t- got an appointment with you. I'll sign two. Mi- I'll sign for two million bucks somewhere, and I'll just sign a one-year deal in the next year. How many teams can afford that? One point five. Or do you devalue yourself by signing that contract? Yep. Oh, he's in a pickle. He's in a pickle. Every year it seems to happen to one guy. And they signed for way less than what they thought they were, like less than half, uh, because that's the salary cap, man. Take your deal. Take your deal when you get it July 1st. Take it. He had a deal. Oh, on July 1st. Yeah, he had deals. There was deals. The Leafs had a deal, I believe. Was Dallas in on one? Calgary was in on one? Like his former teams. I think the interest was Toronto. I want to say all the Western Canadian teams. Yep. Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver. I might be wrong there. And I think Dallas. Oh, boy. Take it. Just take it. I mean, really, when you're making that kind of money, yeah, 750 grand more would be great. Take it. Take it, man. Go be a star somewhere and make some money on the side doing car commercials. As a Leafs fan, though, nothing filled my heart more than, hey, you know, some fans were upset about the Matt Martin contract. Fine. Some fans were upset about the Roman Polak contract. Fine. But you know what those contracts help accomplish? No more room for Chris Russell. 
I'll take one bad year of Polak over half a decade. I'll take bad four years bad years of Matt Martin. And I don't know that he's going to be bad. Mm. I think Matt Martin will be what we think he is, which is an overpaid fourth line. Yeah, there's another guy, by the way, who... And I like Matt I Martin. having to just square peg round hole shove him into the Leafs lineup uh, to get him in there. I don't know how, how to do it. I like him. It's not that I don't like him, and it's not that I don't understand why the Leafs signed him. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to make the Leafs forward group, and you sign Matt Martin. You know he why better, you said he better fulfill his role. You know why you sign Matt Martin? So you make it harder to make the Leafs a forward group. Maybe mm-hmm. that's it for four years to come. Yep, absolutely. Now uh, let's move on to the Coyotes. Jesse, you're going to take the lead on this one because I have no sure. idea what's going on. What is this? So yesterday, the Coyotes tweeted out an apology for their slogans. So they, I can read. They've this. had slogans. Yeah, they've, yeah, they've had quite a few. So I'm, I can read the letter to you. It's we're sorry. Sorry for all the slogans and taglines. Sorry we asked you to join the hunt, run with the pack, and be Coyotes cool, especially that. Oh. One. Oh, Coyote's cool. What 65-year-old grandfather came up with that? (laughs) How do you do, fellow kids? Robotic marketer from the 1950s. So we got three in there already. Oh, no. And they continue. Do you think that was presented in a boardroom and they removed the oversized piece of cardboard to reveal... Coyote's cool. Mad with maybe, Men with maybe that, Oh, for yeah. sure! <laughs> they tell the whole story beforehand about why this is going to be amazing and connect oh, with everyone, oh. and then they show it. This year, we're doing something a little different. How many consecutive years did it start with this year? We're, we're doing do something, something a little, a little different. different. Well, this year, they've begun it with, we're doing something a little different. Oh! <laughs> so what do they say? So, sorry for hockey headquarters. Together we're full strength and not your dad's original six. Together we're full strength. No! 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 They did not! Those they are three did not more. go not your dad's original six. That was the slogan that one. If you're not a hockey fan, you don't get that reference. And when you're in a market and you're trying to attract new hockey fans, they're not going to get that. And they're not going to get full strength. Together we're full strength. Hockey headquarters? Arizona. That's what I think. That's. I mean, that's where they're moving hockey town to. They're basically going, all right, I know this is a little weird, but come on, give us a chance. Together we'll full strength. But we need you. Run with the pack is my favorite. <laughs> they might as well. On the hunt? It. What is it? Join on the, the hunt. Join the hunt. <laughs> the Coyotes. Help Arizona's economy, please. <laughs> <laughs> they should have just made it. You know Help what their new slogan should be? You. Coyotes, build the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Smith says no. Uh, the Coyotes, we're begging you. <laughs> coyotes, please. <laughs> the Coyotes, Hamilton's cold. <laughs> 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 the Coyotes. We're not even sure what arena we're playing in next year. <laughs> anyway. The Coyotes. It's jobbing.com for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so insecure. And it's... Uh, do you know what the next line of the letter is? We're sorry for the insecurity. It's not by choice that we face new questions and question marks season after season. But hey, it's hard to overcome being the underdog. No pun intended. Yeah, pun was definitely intended. <laughs> Why don't you just own it? Your pun was intended, Coyotes. Oh, because desert dogs, <laughs> fuck you. Oh, fuck you for even saying that. Oh my god. But we will overcome. We need you to buy in. 
We need you to see the heart, dedication, and sacrifice that our players bring to the ice every night. We need you. We need you to see our commitment to this community and to the entire state of <laughs> which, Arizona. Which community? Was that Scottsdale? <laughs> yeah. Or, which which or Glendale? Which, which, which Dale was good it? question. Oh, which no. Dale was it? <laughs> Scott's Dale. <laughs> Scott's Dale. Glendale. <laughs> Arendelle. Where is Arendelle? I don't know. I, don't know. I think Arendelle's in Toronto, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, Arendelle. Arendelle's in Mississauga. Mississauga. Oh, I grew up which is Toronto. Yes. Uh, <laughs> for everybody listening in Mississauga, you're oh, basically Toronto. You're basically Get over Toronto. It. Yeah. Even Jesse, a native Mississauguan. Once you, once you hit Brampton, then you're like, uh, yeah. you're not part of us. Brampton can keep Brampton itself. Can be Brampton. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired at Brampton. It's true. How dare Even you. people from Brampton are like, yeah, we know. <laughs> Brampton, North Mississauga. Yeah. Um, it was what spearheaded this. Do you think they were like, we're going to hockey in the desert? The desert destiny, desert dynasty. Wait a sec. Record stopping sound. Oh no! There's another team coming to the dish! <laughs> yeah. Now, they're about to find you. <laughs> With an already oversaturated market, he's saturated even further. Rob Schneider is. <laughs> hockey puck. Adam Sandler is Dave Tippett. <laughs> <laughs> What's gonna happen in the desert? <laughs> Kevin James is a season ticket holder. <laughs> what do you mean I don't get a free hot dog every game? <laughs> You're going to pay me to go to the game? We're going to have an eight-game flex pack, and we're going to call it eight crazy nights. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right, continue oh. with the note, Jesse. I realize my Adam Sandler impression is just Jimmy Fallon's. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, hey, man, it's good. It's good. We'll take it. Oh, we're, not, we're not merely going to promote that we're here to stay, which is another tagline they had. <laughs> The coyotes, we're here. <laughs> maybe you've the coyotes. Maybe you've heard of us. You know what? Okay, sometimes we pick on them, and it's not fair. This is fair. This is fair. This we earn this one. We How bad is that tagline, though? That you've threatened to move so many times here to stay. You have to, you have to say we're here to stay. By that we're logic, not going anywhere. You called her bluff. By the <laughs> by that logic, the Leafs tagline should be. We're sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The Leafs. The Toronto Maple Leafs. You deserve an apology. (laughs) Yes. The Toronto Maple Leafs. We're baffled you're still here. (laughs) (laughs) The Toronto Maple Leafs. You could have picked the Sens. You didn't. (laughs) The Toronto Maple Leafs. Again, we're sorry. (laughs) All right. Keep going, buddy. We're not merely going to promote that we're here to stay. We're going to show you. We're, oh, yeah. we're not going to tell you that we're one pack. We're going to show you. Oh, we're not. Oh, so you're still <laughs> keeping one pack? Oh, no, no, no. no that's, that was another. That was another tagline. That was another tagline. Say it again. We're not going to tell you that we're one pack. We're going, we're going to, to show, show you. you. So they're not going to say it. They're not going to say that former tagline one pack. They're just going to show it on the ice. Okay, keep going. Keep going. We're not going to tell you it's hockey the hard way. We're going to show you. Hockey the heart. <laughs> Watching this. What does that mean? The Phoenix Coyotes. Being a fan of us is going to be difficult. Oh, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> well, it is. It is difficult to be a Coyotes what fan. What kind of team would do that? If or you don't think there's pain coming, pain's coming. Well, okay, what kind of team would do that, though? <laughs> that was nine. Hockey the hard way? That's a terrible. Wow. Terrible that was nine slogans, by the way, in the whole letter. And they close it out with no taglines, no promises. No excuses. <laughs> no promises. Well, I hope not. <laughs> and then they close it no with promises. <gasps> we promised nothing. Nothing. <laughs> we guarantee you nothing. And then they write coyotes 2.0, which is a damn tagline. <laughs> and then they have a shot. A shot of Shane Doan, and it's Shane Doan coming in, and he's putting on his shoulder pads, and it's just coyotes 2.0. Yeah, nothing says the future like Shane Doan. Thirty-seven-year-old <laughs> Shane Doan. The original Jets. <laughs> No, nothing. Who, by the way, are the Coyotes? Oh, I said it. I like to say that to piss off Jets fans. Um, I won't grab it on my phone. That'll take too long. I was going through my journal that mm-hmm. I've been tweeting parts of. You, <laughs> you've probably seen it if you follow me. Um, and it's from 1996. And I and I wrote about hockey all the time, all the time. Big shock, I know. And I ended one of my journal entries with, "Oh, and the Winnipeg Jets are the Phoenix Coyotes now." <laughs> Or no, I didn't even say now. I just said the Winnipeg Jets are the Phoenix Coyotes. Oh my God! Wow. So this is their twentieth so season, sad. and their new slogan is Coyotes 2.0. And this is the letter they wrote to now, announce that. That is fair because Max Domi, mm-hmm. Dylan Strom, Anthony Duclair, mm-hmm. Oliver Ekman Larson. You can still make the argument. He's young enough. Why not? Um, Jacob Chikrin might make the team out of camp. They they got a young prospect. Pool and a good one. Lawson Krauss. Lawson Krauss. Mm-hmm. Forgot about that one. Thank you, Adam. Um, uh, you know what? Coyotes, talk on the ice. Um, win. Mm-hmm. Just win. That should be your tagline. Just win. <laughs> what's their What's their um, general manager's name again? He's like 26 years old. John Chaka. Yeah, and doing so much more with his life than we ever could. Oh, my God. Um, we were just doing a, a, a puny little what? podcast. 26. He should be the face of that. The tagline should be, holy shit, our GM's 26. <laughs> <laughs> the Phoenix Coyotes, holy shit. <laughs> holy shit, our captain is like a high schooler older than our GM. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't think you could have a 26-year-old coach. Because mm, I don't I'm know that anybody take him seriously. How old was Paul Maurice? Or her seriously. I think he was in his 20s. He was, he was I think. It worked for a bit. Was, he, was that Hartford? And then Carolina? Carolina? Okay. Oh boy. Yeah. Anyway, it's no. You know what? I'll give them credit for owning up to their hokey past. <laughs> that is pretty hokey. Oh god. Ooh. Very hokey. Oh god. That makes me feel bad. Now, is Coyotes 2.0 better than all of the previous ones? I think so. Like, run with the too. pack was pretty terrible. Run with the pack. I think Be they're trying to cool. just No, I think hockey hard is like play. <laughs> That's the worst. That is. That's terrible. Fucking terrible. Now, wow. here's my question. Whoever came up with that, do they still work for the team? And are they watching this campaign, this current campaign going, this is bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I hope they went. I, I, I really feel hard like on that. With terrible slogans like that, they went to outside marketing companies who mm. know dick about hockey. Mm. Oh, the. the and Scott's Dolly. And, and in Phoenix, Dolly. And in, <laughs> because Pittsburgh always says Dolly and it's spelled Dale. So, do they actually what? say that? Yeah, these people in a song says Dolly, right? Louis C.K. is. So, I, I have an Aunt Dale, so I call her Aunt Dolly. <laughs> what? In what? In what context does he say? We usually like Dolly. Like, that's like, yeah, he says that all the time. No, but what is he referring to? I have no idea what Dolly means. 
But I Maybe know that he's like saying something that's pronounced dollar. No, no, no. It's dollar. It's D A L and then E with the apostrophe. Are they related to Wale? No. <laughs> what were you gonna say? To get it. Uh, there's a Louis C.K. joke where he's like, "There's no Boston accent. It's just a region of people pronouncing everything wrong. Right? It's just a region of people pronouncing most words wrong." <laughs> Funny joke. Should have said Pittsburgh. <laughs> wow. Wow. Dude. Where did that accent come from? Why are you putting Pittsburgh's Don? Pittsburghers Don? There you go. Don. Don. Don't put it down. All right. I want to I wanna get to this because I want to make sure we get to it before the show ends. Mm. It's very, very important that we we talk about this. So let me ma- let me make a quick phone call. I'm going to call Marilee DeVries. She's the producer for Entertainment City on Breakfast Television this morning. And, you know, Steve, you you brought an embarrassing story last episode, so I figured it was only fair that I followed it up with one of my own. Oh dear! Okay. So let me call her and see if she can uh, if she hasn't gone to sleep. Call yet. your fancy producer from television, John Chaka, turned twenty seven over the summer, so oh, he is now twenty seven. Heavens! Yeah, he's so an old he's man. only a year younger than me. He's God, that man. makes me feel like a piece of shit. You should, for a number of reasons. I'm sorry, that's rude. One being that I <laughs> don't know how to warm up uh, the people I'm interviewing. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, it's it's just unfortunate that I screw up all my, you know. You should have brought him a bag of Lay's chips. I should have, and he would have had such humor about it, Jesse. Mm-hmm. He would have loved it. Oh, just so warm and joyous. It's, you know, I have so few interview opportunities compared to Adam Wilde. It's just a shame when I screw them up. Yeah, yeah. This is, by the way, this is Adam trying to make me feel better about my screw up by calling his TV producer. <laughs> I don't know if she's going to pick up. Oh, she better. She's a TV producer. She's too busy. Answer them. Hi, you reached Merely. Oh! Ah! Wow. Okay. All right. I'm gonna text her. What a great on. thing you brought to the show. <laughs> I love don't you it. remember that I told you I was gonna call? I I don't remember. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I'm gonna text her. See if she's uh, around. Um, I had Berkshire. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Oh, while we do this. It was a, uh, I was going to save this for a press conference, but since we've got time, I could ask it now, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Don't mind. All right. So, it's a Dear Jesse, I apologize for sliding into your DMs, but my press conference question is a little long. Please ask Steve, have the Toronto Maple Leafs done enough for you to remove the, this team is ruining my life from your LFR 10th edition? I don't know, because I, thank you for reminding me that I need to make a new one. <laughs> I uh, forgot. I don't know. I feel like that's like one of my top five mm-hmm. things I say. <laughs> yeah. uh, this team is ruining my life. I don't know. I'm trying to think of other ones. It's probably number one in terms of the videos, for sure. No. No. No? No, because I'm optimistic, but I'm not optimistic enough that I'm completely letting my guard down. Okay. So, 10th anniversary of the LFRs. This team is ruining my life. This team is still ruining your life. I wonder, now, in my intro, should I use clips from all nine of the past seasons? Well, yeah, it is your 10th anniversary. I mean, it's your, it's your 10th, 10th set. Tennial. Tenth Tennial. Is it just called the Tennial? The Tennial. I think it's the Steve Dangle Tennial season. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Tennial. It's kind of cool. It's 
kind of you were saying that it yeah, shared with the leaves. Up with the leaves, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even realize Random. that was the case until like a month ago. Mm, nice. I was just like, oh, perfect. What that's great. Yeah, <laughs> <play all> this. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's, Anyways, that was one question. That's crazy. Just past ten million views. Really? By the way, ten million views. A million views for each season. How long did it take you to get to oh, a the million? first million? Yeah. A long time. Really? Uh, it was at least two seasons, at least two full seasons. Wow. Um, no, now I get a million like every three or four months or something. It depends on what the months are because I think the gap between eight and nine was shorter than nine and 10 because nine and 10 was the summer. Right. So I'm getting more views per video, but I'm making fewer videos. I see. You see. That makes sense. You get it. I'm just insecure. Um, now, okay, so it seems like she... Hold on. Oh, dear. Y- yeah, she's gone to bed. So here's the... Marilee's Marilee's schedule is brutal. She has oh, to go breakfast to, She has to be at at BT for midnight. That's what Whoa. her... And she works till 9 a.m. So her schedule is brutal. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so that, that's, that's, that exists. Jesus! And then she preps me on and when I walk in and what I have the gall to complain that? about waking up early. No way. So here's... I'm gonna <laughs> I tell had to you. do that during Sochi. I took the last train. <laughs> Got to work at like midnight or one in the morning. Oh, you took the last train to get to, to work. To get there. <laughs> oh, God yeah. Wow. It sucked. Now... I uh, stoked for uh, soul. Tell us by the, the way, I can tell you the story. It'd be better if she could tell it, but I'm going to tell you the story. So this morning, okay. I had to go to Young and Dundas Square, which is where we do breakfast television anyway. Uh, and there's a new Ben Affleck movie coming out called The Accountant, and they're doing an escape room there in a little airstream, and it's really cool. And you can win five grand, like a five grand getaway, so you can get away like Ben Affleck does because he's cool. Um, anyway, so <laughs> Ben Affleck 2.0. So I'm recording my I'm recording my my throws Run with there. The pack. For for breakfast celebration, my entertainment throws. Run with the fleck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're gonna bend better. <laughs> Never bend better. Oh yeah. So I'm doing my throws there, and I, you know it's always nice when this happens. Uh, it doesn't happen a lot, but it's nice when it does. Um, somebody said, "You're out of wild." And and I said I am I am it's nice to be I am yeah and it was just, <laughs> Holy shit, oh, you're right. oh you know what I'm not even gonna hang on Marilee uh, hi can I call you all right can I all right I'm gonna call you in a second oh, keep your phone nearby hang on you know what I'm excited perfect timing we're gonna get Marilee to to do this because the, here's the thing if I tell this story it's not as good if I tell the story it's just not agreed it's just not gonna be <laughs> as good because she can tell it better all right so hang on one sec you guys stretch for time. I'm going to be over here dialing. Steve. Jesse. Did you notice Nylander's number at Media Day? <sighs> I did. How does it feel to have your two favorite players ever be replaced by two much, much better ah, <laughs> You shut up. What's his number? 29. 29. The same Mr. as Felix Pot the Man. Cat Potman. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what bothers me more than that. Like two cornerstones of the Leafs' future Hello? have goalie numbers. Marilee, how are you? Good, how are you? Great, I want to introduce you to, well, you've met Steve Dangle. Hello. I have met. Hi. Uh, how are you? And you you haven't, have you met Jesse Blake yet? No, I don't think you have. No. I don't think so. Hello. No. Hi. <laughs> so so here's the deal, Marilee. I want you to tell them what happened today at Young and Dundas Square. They already know that we were there doing something for the accountant with Ben Affleck, whatever. Let's start from, from there. Okay, so Adam had to shoot his Entertainment City Throws. 
from Young and in the Square for an accountant promo thing. So um, a lady walks by walking her dog, and she's like, mm-hmm. Adam Wilde, I know you. Like, I, I watch you on TV. So Adam's like, oh, hi, thanks for watching. And she's like, you're so handsome. <gasps> and he said, "Oh no, your dog is beautiful. Oh, Adam! <laughs> Adam J. Wilde! <laughs> Oh, now when we got back, oh. when we got back. Marilee didn't react at the time. God bless her. Did not react. We get back to, <laughs> we get back, and she starts crying, actually crying at the computer. I'm not like not oh. like faked like Twitter. Oh my God, I'm dying. I'm dead. Crying sort of thing. She was actually physically crying. And I said, "What are you laughing about?" And she recants this story, and I'm like, "She didn't say that." And Marilee's like, "Yeah, she did say that." Oh, and it was because I didn't hear it. <laughs> you were far too busy being handsome to hear. Oh, but Adam. did she notice that you didn't hear it? Well, no, she was. She waved and said goodbye. No, like, no, that's not for you to answer. Marilyn? That's for Marilyn. Well, she was walking away as he said it. Well, he was kind. Of, she was like, "You're so handsome," and Adam, you must have heard her because why did you react with like your dog is beautiful? Yeah. I think Adam's trying to get out of it by saying he didn't. Here's, hear her. here's what oh. happened. Here, I'll tell you what happened. Um, Honestly? Oh, dear. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm out there. I don't have a teleprompter, and I've got these big, long throws to get all the details in for the account. Okay? Adam doesn't have a teleprompter. How on earth would he know what to say to this lady on the street? <laughs> Somebody needs to write that for him. It wasn't a scripted conversation. He's fucked. Unlike Donald Trump, I could use a teleprompter from time to time. Now, uh, I I wanted to... Um, I, I, I wanted to... But what I was doing is paying attention to what I... Focusing on what I had to be there for and I had to remember these throws and I was trying to remember all the details okay Ben Affleck and we're going to throw to Terry Hart because Terry Hart talked to Ben Affleck about this movie and we're going to and then we're going to talk about the getaway which was worth $5,000 a $5,000 getaway and I'm trying to remember this all at 7 in the morning and it's this, hard and this lady walking by was none of those famous people <laughs> Therefore, she shall take up zero real estate in the mind, the enormous mind this, of this, Adam Wyatt. And I'm not she sure. had the audacity <laughs> to talk to him. She's lucky he didn't respond with, how dare you speak to me? This is, or this, just hork in her face. Yeah. I don't know if this makes me a better <laughs> or a dog. worse person than I already oh look. I don't know if this makes me a better per- or worse person than I already look. I worse. tuned her out. I didn't hear it. I did not hear it. She... And I didn't mean handsome. to. I know it. She was lovely. Like this person was amazing. Well, but you I wouldn't so know. Not you lovely know enough. <laughs> you don't know she was lovely. Her dog sounds great. <laughs> yep. Uh, you told that lady she wasn't as good as her dog. <laughs> it's terrible. You didn't even recognize her as a human being. You just saw a dog there walking itself. Well, it was. I'm a surprised happy dog. you know your producer's name. <laughs> I'm surprised you know mine. <laughs> I'm just some guy who talks to Mark Messier once. Well, I mean, I haven't spoken to him multiple times, warmed him up and everything like he's a chestnut. <laughs> Ate Lay's chips with him. Ate Lay's chips with him. Anyway, oh, so wow. Mary, I wanted Mary Lee to tell that story because she can actually vouch for the fact that it happened. I wasn't actually present mentally. Do you have any other <laughs> Adam big time stories, Mary? Mary? Do I have any other Adam stories? Adam big time and like big time and like. <sighs> I don't know. I mean. I mean, everyone saw his his little Lion King moment last week. 
which was another teleprompter. Oh, the rager, where I said the Lion King got a rager. The Lion Instead King got a rager. <laughs> yes, I threw that yes. up on my Instagram. But, but for the most part, Adam's pretty. Adam's a pretty humble guy. I don't know. He must have been feeling pretty great in his shiny new shoes this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did they have buckles? <laughs> did no, he look like the Quaker Oats guy? He's referring to my Grammy shoes, merely. Oh, I don't even remember. Yeah, that. well, I wouldn't expect you to, but anyway, because, I wish I didn't because Steve Steve said they were Quaker shoes. But anyway, Marilee, I just wanted you to call and and appreciate you staying up late for us by your terms because it's one forty two and I'm sure you've got to be in bed soon, which is insane. Oh no, I've got another hour. Oh, is that? Okay? Oh my goodness, yeah. what are you going to do with all this time? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for making time for us. We appreciate it, and thank You're you for welcome. taking the time to make me look bad. Sorry about that. That's okay. I asked for See it. See you tomorrow so. morning. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, now, how can she make you look bad when you're so damn handsome? Well, or when I'm so damn good at doing it myself. Oh. Anyway. Oh, Adam. That was my that was my moment. Adam. Mm-hmm. I want to apologize for uh, the Mark Messier episode. Why? I think uh, I think I was rude. You, you were rude? I think I I think I came I across anybody, differently than I meant. I think I don't think anybody thought you were rude. I didn't think it did you Mark think Messier rude? did. No. no, I thought you were fine. I wasn't actually mad. I was just feeling real insecure because the, the, <laughs> the NHL's second leading scorer of all time thinks I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> hey, but Steve, does Wayne Gretzky like you? He seemed to tolerate me. Does Brennan Shanahan know your name? He he knows it enough to yell it. So then there you go. Just let it go. Let it go. You're good, man. There you go. You're good. Also, you totally should have warmed it up. Going right for the China Club. I didn't have fucking time. Going right for the China Club story. I didn't have time. Jesse, let's do the press conference. The Presser. S-D-P. The Steve Dangle Press Conference. Steve, did you pay for your Jays jersey? No, this was a gift. This was a birthday gift. One year. Um, I, by the way, feel super weird about having 10 on the back. I was going to say. Yeah, the Leafs don't can. have a 10. The Jays do. The Jays do, he's and he's sem- kind of their, like one of their best players. You can't prominent. put the number of a guy who's really good and your own name. If you get over 40 home runs, <laughs> your number should be safe. Yep. And, Guys, yeah. what I don't understand what the problem is. It's your jersey. You don't play for the team. You shouldn't Who be cares? putting your own name on the back. It's if weird. If I own the jersey, I can put... Dicks and butts no. on the back of the jersey. That's a jersey. It's my no. jersey. No. I think either you get a player or you leave a blank. I could put... You don't play for the team. Stop I could put, But I cheer for I could put Jesse is Pompey on it. And you can. Yo, you should have a Pompey bad. jersey. <laughs> no. Yes, you absolutely should. I don't should. even think you look that much like him. I, no, I, I just I. think you have the same facial hair, and that's why yeah. people think... I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it. I see the facial hair. I get that. wrong. Yeah. You guys are wrong. How dare you? I, I'm sure there will be an article written about how racist you are for believing that, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. You won't believe what Steve Dangle said next. This is on XO Jane. <laughs> or no, what was the other one? Mike.com. Mike.com. I have a question about the China Club for the both of you. Okay. Oh. If you're inside with your BFF, Mark Messier, <laughs> who are you going to make wait at the door? Anybody in the world. Who are you going to not let in for half an hour? Oh, Mark Messier. Whoa! <laughs> you know what? I don't blame you on that one. Um, Because hmm. we've had this discussion. I like people. 
Mm-hmm. I like people too. Mm. I like people too. I would make. <laughs> this is a, this is an obscure one. I would make Carrie Hilson wait outside. You remember Carrie Hilson? I like her song with Lil Wayne. Yeah, that one song that she had. She wrote a lot of songs. <laughs> Who is this? Carrie Hilson. Do you remember that song "Knock You Down"? And it with knocks you down. Yeah, it's, t- it's, a, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible song. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Carrie Hilson was riding shit. high back in the day, back then. Uh, it was about seven years ago, which was the last time she had that a was hit. Seven years ago. Yeah, and I uh, that was I, like recent. <laughs> I had just gotten a kiss, and um, I'm interviewing Carrie Hilson, and she could not have been less jazzed to be on the phone with me. She could not have been less excited. Well, and yeah, I th- she had that song that I mumbled. <laughs> <laughs> that was one. That was, I think, the the worst interview I've had in my entire career. Wow, really? And I, I. I mean, I've had some tough ones, but genuinely, Carrie Hilson was like, she was just not nice. She just was nice. Like, wow. there was no there was no reason. I was a kid. I was 21. Yeah. I was doing my best. I'm sure my questions Maybe weren't Barbara Walters strong. She, but she I, was above that. Well, she had no reason to big time you. She's not that popular. And she was promoting <laughs> her album. Yeah. Her album. Her this album. wasn't like uh, Taylor Swift, like no. we discussed last episode. Like neither of you need to be there. No. Yeah. No. I don't neither know what the benefit was. I know. Carrie Hilton. Taylor Swift, by the way, one of the nicest interviews I've ever had. She was absolutely darling. So nice. Carrie Amazing. Hilton needed you. Well. <laughs> I, yeah, like that's not even me. No, like, that's just a, not in it. But she needed. She needed Kiss. She didn't need. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Same thing. Um, you yeah. worked for Kiss. Yeah. So yeah. Same thing. So uh, anyway, I just. Slash work. Yeah, that would you be the still, one. You still work for them. That. This was Kiss 1.0. Now Adam is Kiss 2.0. No, that was Kiss... Well, that was my yeah, my first time working with yeah, Kiss. Yeah, Kiss 1.0. Um, <laughs> kiss the pack. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. Join the makeout session. I would... Adam. <laughs> I would make Sean Mendes wait at the door. Why would you make Sean Mendes wait, wait at the Dowway? You know Why the Dowway? He can be a good kid. He I is just, a good kid. We've met him. I've never met him. I you just, were not there no, that I was, Yes, I was you there were. No. You were I, there for Sean I wrote Mendes. the blog about his... I wrote a whole like Wikipedia article about him from home. That you day. wrote the blog? The blog? Yeah, I wrote the blog. I, I wasn't there when he came in. I just oh. want to see how he would react. Why am I still in line? <laughs> Sean is the Someone nicest Someone talk kid. to the bouncer. <laughs> I need to get into the China Club. China Club. I guess I should have a better answer. You know who else I'd make? Oh, wait outside. Justin Bieber. Also, also. Let's a tr- just not run through artists who are douchebags. No, no. He was well. He was a douchebag to me personally. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I have never heard this. Story. I need to hear about that. It's it. You know what? It's an old wound. It really mm. shouldn't be. It's not really even a wound. He was probably. 17 at the most at the time. You know what they call old wounds, Adam? Scars. Uh, maybe. Oh, maybe. Justin, uh, we, he was doing a phoner for his second album. Justin, first name basis. Okay. And we were, and you know, I know, listen, I understand for artists that phone interviews are tough uh, because you can't see anybody and you're talking to, whoa, guy from, whoa, from Top 40 Station and whoa. <laughs> We're back here on blah, 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 Best yeah. Radio in Kenora. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we got Justin Bieber here That's on the phone. Good, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember wow. who it is. I feel like it, I feel like it was on Mojo Radio. They had this guy 
this character they would do from Cornwall, oh Ontario. Hey, you're back on Cornwall Radio. <laughs> Play the number one hits. Oh, we got Justin Bieber here. Hey, so what's it like being with Selena Gomez? Yeah, <laughs> Same questions every. But those are time. the questions those guys get. And you understand yeah. when they're doing phoners, they're doing five minute conversations with Yahoo in Yahoosville, uh, who thinks he's a big deal in a town of. But I was in Toronto. I've never thought I'm a big deal because I'm not. And I was extremely nice, and he could not have given less of a shit. Could not have cared less about doing the interview. Now, he's a teenager. I get it. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I don't get it because you have an album to promote, promote, sir. At least be cordial. Try to give me something other than, yeah, no, yeah. Aww. It was like, I, and it wasn't like I was asking, like, we, it was a, this was a national interview. It was for National Countdown. And it was some. It was running in thirty-two different cities. It's twenty-two years old. I was doing this interview. It was running in thirty-two different cities. Hit and store? this guy, uh, what's that? Hit store? No, no, no. It wasn't no. with Rogers. It wasn't oh, with yeah. this company. It was a, a different one. But man, wow! Justin Bieber. We didn't run the interview. And I've actually oh, had that. Wow! Yeah. I, I I actually said after the interview's oh, done. God. I remember it was uh, Damn It Maury from Kiss ninety two five who was the producer on that show. I said Maury, we're not running this interview. And he's like, why? And I said. It doesn't matter that we have Justin Bieber's name on the show. We cannot run this interview. And we've done that. We did that with a couple artists Demi Lovato. here at Kiss, Demi Lovato. And oh, yeah, I yeah, remember that. Now, now the quality, mostly that was call quality. She couldn't hear us. We couldn't hear She's her. She got frustrated. Sound like oh. she woke up. Yeah, she was four not. minutes before. And Ariana Grande was not the kindest either. No. Um, but again, these are all phoners. When you get these people, like I met Demi Lovato and did a half an hour interview with her. She was great. She was a wonderful person. Yeah. Different, so, different circumstances. So, you know, I bet if I met Justin... And now he's a little bit older, be nothing. By the way, everyone listening to this podcast who is maybe not as familiar with Adam outside of this podcast as they should be, <laughs> listen to the fucking names he's saying. <laughs> Those are the biggest artists in the world right now. <laughs> I don't look at it like that, though. They're just people. They're just people. people. Mark Messier is a person. Peers. He might have a stamp, but no one buys stamps. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, you got a stamp. Uh, oh, also, oh, did you find out that Canada Post had to cut back more? I mean, like, come on. Oh. He might have a couple of coverings, <laughs> no, but nobody buys say, those. I don't mean to no diminish. Buys, he has a couple coverings. times three. I'm not, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm not diminishing Mark or or the stamp. I, it's an honor. Or Demi. Or, or Demi. Or Ariana, or just call them by the first but, name. But the fact of the Ari. matter is, at the end of the day, these are people. These are people who've accomplished great things, but they're all insecure. They have all got problems. They've all got crazy family members, just like us. And they all, they all just have issues. We all have issues. So I just don't look at it that way. I'm not walking around, except for except for when I run into people in the street with beautiful dogs. Then I'm like, hey, hey. So I used to th- buy into the Justin Bieber's a brat thing and he starts fights and he's just kind of a jerk but every video i see let's just call it what it is on worldstarhiphop.com every time i see oh justin bieber involved in an altercation it seems like this kid's life is go to a crowded club get fucked with repeat yeah (laughs) he's just walking through a club and people just shove him because he's 130 pounds imagine okay so you go to what do you go to a club for what do you go to a bar for uh, honestly, to hang out with my friends. I would never cram myself into a club okay. voluntarily. You've been, you've been to a club, though, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. But people, when you go to a club, you know why people go to a club, because they want to go and have a good time. So Justin, on his off time, where he doesn't have to be performing, goes to a club. Now imagine you're at a club with 500 people, and all 500 are pointing their phones at you. Uh, it's Why like, be that famous? 
Uh, well, I mean, I, I think in his case, he doesn't have a choice anymore. Yeah. So you might as well commit. Also, why be that famous? Because he's got $100 million in the bank. Yeah, but like, uh, we've no, 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 had no, no. this conversation. Steve, Steve. After w- at no, one yeah, point, do you like, just go, yeah, that's enough. Yeah. You don't need $100 million. But he didn't have a choice. $50 million. Nobody expected Justin Bieber to be this no. big. Not even Justin Bieber. No. No, that's fair. And and it's great that he has, and he's worked for it, and he's extraordinarily talented. He didn't have a choice in how mm-hmm. famous he was going to be. No one does. Yeah. But like, I mean, how much money do you need? Like, for example, it's tr- it's good for point. example, Michael Jordan, who mm-hmm. has earned his money. Mrs. Dangle and I watched a video last night. He's auctioning off his house. I think it's the starting bid is like twenty nine million. Wow. It's got nineteen bathrooms. <laughs> the fuck do you need 19 bathrooms well, for? He has on the a left basketball side of my couch, court I have at a his toilet house. And on the right side. <laughs> Honestly? Yeah, I want to pee in one toilet and shit in the other. Now, is one of the, he's got he's got two toilets in the same is bathroom. One of the, is one of the, the, the bathrooms a basketball net? One of the, one of the toilets has be. to be painted like a basketball net. It should so he be. can drain. You know what I'm saying? He or should have a two-handed slam. How far back do you try and take your shits? Wow. Yeah. Is there a three-point line in his match? Are we going there? Wow. You started the question. I actually just asked if the toilet was painted as a net. You need a bat. So his his house has a basketball court. A house needs a basketball court more than it needs 19 bathrooms. (laughs) You would never use them. You know why you have 19 bathrooms? Because your house is so fucking big. That you need that many bathrooms just for space. If so you, that use, you don't get winded on your way to the used bathroom. One bathroom a month, it would take you a year and a half to get through all your bathrooms. <laughs> More than a year and a half. If you used a bathroom a year, you would get to the last one before you could legally drink in Ontario. You could raise a child in the time it took you to use all the bathrooms in your house. You could raise a child plus a year. Yeah. <laughs> you could raise a child to adulthood plus a year. And send them off to the army. Two of those toilets can vote. Wow. No? No, thought. well. Because 18 plus 1. They're not all Not a home no. run every time. Mm-hmm. The point is, well, how did we get here? I don't know. Oh, Justin no, Bieber. how much money is enough? How much money is oh, enough? How much, yeah. okay. I <sighs> think I could have everything I wanted in, in the world with probably 10 million, maybe less. Justin Bieber can't tell everyone to stop listening to Baby. Yeah. You know, if yeah. if one of your videos reached a billion views and then it kept going, you can't tell people, no, nope, no, nope, I'm done making revenue off of this. Stop giving me more money. You might just end up with $100 million. And also, if that's what you like to do. There you go. He likes to sing. He likes to dance. He likes to perform in front of crowds. There's nothing wrong with that. I was just merely pointing out that when you go to a club and you were, and it, came, it came, from, came from you, Justin Bieber getting fucked with, right? Mm. When he goes to a club, that's all he gets. He wants, and there are people there, believe it or not, that are so fucking sick in their head that they're like, I could get onto TMZ if I can just provoke this guy. So they're hurling insults. They're not just shooting camera, which by the way, should be illegal. Mm-hmm. They're not just shooting him against his will. They're also just saying random shit about his parents, oh, about yeah. his upbringing, about whatever he wants. Fuck Stratford. What did you just say? Yeah, like, anything that would get you, they'll find it. And they'll say it everywhere you go. I would have some moments too. And by yeah. the way, you know, I love that like he got in trouble for egging his neighbor's house and people acted like that was some... I'm sorry. I egged people's houses. I, and he, How dare and he you? And he peed on someone's car or something. I peed on someone's car. I've definitely done that. Oh, so that was you? Well, I just have done it. All these years later, I find out it was you? (laughs) 
<laughs> actually, did I ever tell you guys about what we did to? Uh, I've, we have a friend. His name is Alex. Mm-hmm. I, we used to stay at his house. His mom used to tolerate us when we would come home from drinking. Adam and. So, and no, no, we were actually, we were, we were graduated from high school at this point. What were you doing with Alex's mom? Well, she tolerated us sleeping in her basement. Oh. Oh. So okay. we, um, actually funny story about Alex's house. Uh, one time I crashed there and unknowingly used the dog bed as a pillow. <laughs> or no, not as a pillow, as a blanket. See, Steve, Steve crashed there. So Alex's house was pretty legendary. And mm-hmm. one, one night we came home and I don't remember anything about what we did, but I do remember waking up in the morning because Alex's mom was downstairs, which was rare. Cause you got to imagine a bunch of teen, teenage, 19 year olds, like we're old enough to be drinking, but a bunch of teenage dudes who smell mm. after drinking. What happens when you drink? You smell. You smell because you're farting. You smell because you're sweating. And all of us crammed into a little room, so it probably reeks. So she opens the door, and she says, Anyone uh, anyone uh, care to tell me who drew the enormous dick on the back of my car last night? Ah! Uh, <laughs> drew it? So... <laughs> drew it with what? Our fingers. So it was the winter time, and, oh, and the dirt okay. gets all over the car. So not only did she have a, an enormous penis with huge, two huge balls and hair, we went went into well. the hair on the back of the car. Not only that, we had drawn it all the way down both sides of the car, <laughs> and she had to go to the grocery oh, it was, store. It was horizontal. Yes, oh. to go to the grocery store with the dicks on her car. She took it for a wash, and the dicks were still there. Have we ever told? Is there enough time to tell? There's time. The time, uh, the, okay, we used to draw on Adam's face all the time, oh. but there was one noteworthy time. I uh-huh. sleep early. I sleep early. Yeah, Adam, parties. It's important to note that I'm the first one to bed. Adam, notoriously, one year uh, at my buddy's cottage, I wasn't there, um, got his face drawn all over, and <laughs> in the process of it, woke up slightly and went, ah, I got you. You guys couldn't prank the broadside of a barn. <laughs> Which was a great line, let me tell you. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, so <laughs> one time, it was me and two friends. Um, we drew all over Adam's face. And then me and another one of my friends, we just went home. And so Adam just stayed at the place of the guy he was crashing with. Mm-hmm. Wakes up the next morning. They're chilling. They're talking. Having breakfast playing some video games and a few hours later Adam goes alright man I'm gonna go home now and our buddy just goes oh yeah cool by the way we drew all over your face and, and just hung like, out with him for several hours that was, morning it was Braveheart war paint and they did it with a permanent marker too oh yeah and supposedly all you heard for the next 10 minutes coming from the bathroom was scrub 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 dude scrub 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 dude scrub 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 Dude, <laughs> and I went home on the go train for an hour because I had to go back downtown from Scarborough mm-hmm. with fi- the fi- it, so I washed it off, but I couldn't get it off, and just the the dirtiest looks, the dirty, and of course someone had drawn a dick on my on my forearm well, too. Who would have dared? I, I I bet it was you. <laughs> it might have been. Do we have another know. question? Yes, we do. Um, trade wave or sign? Okay. Oh, I hate this game. Rhymer, Felix Potvin, or Jerome McGinley? How dare you? That is fucking terrible. Wave, trade, and sign? Yes. First, I want to establish what is the worst if you wave someone that's the worst, right? Yeah. Last no time return. I waved Aaron Eggblad, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. So. Wave's the worst. Hate this game. Uh, you have to wave Rhymer, right? 
Oh, I'm waving Reimer. That's not yeah. even a question. No, I'm waving the retired guy. No, so they're in their. Oh, they're all they're in their prime. Oh, they're, prime. they're all in their. See, field. I'm trading Felix Potvin because I could probably actually get something value. For him. Yeah. Uh, oh, you bastard! <laughs> yeah, Brian Burrard. That's the answer. That was a good answer, actually. I think I quite like that trade. Or is the Ginless prime better than Felix Potvin's prime? Oh wait. Oh, so they're all in their prime? Yeah. I mean, how do you not keep a Ginla? He's one of the greatest goal scorers of all time. But you can get something really good in return. Yeah. See, fuck you guys. I'm keeping a Ginla. Me too. Which means I have to trade Potvin. Me too. Which means I have to wave Reimer. Me too. Which means fuck you guys. <laughs> Great question. It's a horrible question. Steve. I love him! Yes? I'm sorry that all these questions are for Steve, but... That's okay. All the good ones are. Since you were screeched in and made an honorary Newfie, would you eat a bell pepper to become an honorary Maple Leaf? No. I couldn't do it. Oh, did I tell you the romantic thing I did? Yeah, uh, you should tell. So I overheard Mrs. Dangle at a cottage go, oh, my favorite food in the world is fajitas. And I can't enjoy them fully because Steve won't eat peppers. So there's never peppers in our home. There never is. But you can't have them in the house. We could have them in the house. I've, I lived with them. My parents would cook with peppers. I picked peppers out for a very long time. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. Anyway. So we, I make her fajitas sometimes. And we eat fajitas in the house, but they never have peppers in them. Which means she can't enjoy her favorite food the way she wants to. So as an apology for how neglectful I was during the World Cup... I go, you have a surprise coming. You have a surprise. And then finally one day, I went to the store. I bought all the ingredients for fajitas. And I bought an orange bell pepper. I held it in my hand. I brought it home. Put my shirt over my face. (laughs) Cut it up. And I cooked it in the fajitas for her. And I made us separate pans so that I could also enjoy dinner. (laughs) But, yeah. I thought I thought that was a very romantic thing oh, because well she was upstairs having a nap. She was very tired, but she's like, "Yeah, I kept getting w- woken up because I would hear." <laughs> I was gagging, like I was almost throwing up from. Wow, I can't even. I can't even think about it. I can't. Last Jen, question. Last question. Who leads the oh. Leafs in scoring this year? That is a tough one. I've seen a lot that said Nazem Kadri. Mm-hmm. JVR, I think, is a good bet. go with JVR. If he stays healthy, JVR. Look, that doesn't mean Marner, it'd probably Nylander, be what? Matthews. Would it be Kadri, JVR, Mahalik, or Komarov? Komarov. Komarov, because Mahalik's yeah. a left. He's Komarov's a, left. a right. So, and this is the weird, so the other Bozak, weird thing. Mahalik, and Brooks like. No, I think they're going to put Bozak and JVR together, because they typically do. Um, and Komarov and Kadri stay together because they typically do. So you figure out, you either bump JVR up to Kadri, mm-hmm. or you put Mahalik or someone else there. I'd see if JVR and Kadri worked well together. Yeah. I would. I wonder if they go like vet heavy in the top six. I think they do. And then the bottom six is their Frankenstein, let's figure this out. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think you've got, if here's what I think. If, if you've got a, a line of Hyman, Matthews, and Nylander, I think absolutely one of I, I, one of Nylander or Matthews could lead the team in scoring. Because you got to think, that third line, 
especially a guy like Austin Matthews, against any other third line center in this league. Now, though, does Kadri get the benefit that he got a few years ago where teams start going, damn, we really need to be scared of this Matthews line, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he's playing against the second and third pair. And yeah. then Kadri starts racking up points. And then people start to gravitate towards Kadri, and then Matthews goes on a tear. And then Bozak goes on a tear. It's a good like problem. Like he man. always does every year. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he, man, that guy can go on a streak. And then Both ways. Show cold turkey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll say JVR because I'm <laughs> I'll a say Matthews because I'm a hoper. Wow. The actual answer is Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley is the answer. Yo. You know what? You're right. I'm going to go, well, Jesse's right. That guy put up like 40 points on a last place team as a defenseman. Mm -hmm. That's impressive. That was maybe one, that was probably, Riley, I think, had the most underrated season of any Leaf who spent the whole season with the Leafs. That's why I was so surprised he only signed for 5 million bucks. I was shocked. Shocked. Great deal. Holy smokes. Kadri's deal's nice, and Riley's deal's real nice. Real nice. Well... Hard not to get my hopes up. Gentlemen, Look up there, it's my hopes. We must wrap it up for today. Final um, score in the Jays game. Oh man, eight seven, Blue Jays. Wow, really? Eight seven. That'll be fun. Because six five. Because Stroman sucks. Stroman sucks versus the Orioles, and Tillman sucks versus the Blue Jays. Slugfest. Yep. And it's a home run park. Oh my god. Oh my god. I know. I'm I, I honestly, guys. honestly. I may live to regret saying this. I might have gone with Liriano because the Orioles suck versus lefties and they decided to go with Stroman. The correct answer is uh, the guy who stole my number will hit a bunch of home runs and the Jays win. Who's that? Edwin. Oh. Edwing. Edwing. Fair. All right. So I'm we're scared, gonna be, man. We're gone Thursday next week or Thursday next week. Thursday this week. We will be back. We're recording in the evening. Um, at that point, are, yeah. we, are we not? I don't know. Well, normally we record oh, one in the evening. You know what? I should get out of the way before we leave. Some people are still having trouble with the Marley's tickets. So, now, which is weird, I'm just going to straight up say we don't know what's going on. <laughs> we don't know what the problem is. And a big reason for that is even though you've had trouble buying tickets, over a hundred people have not. <laughs> over a hundred people so have bought tickets. tickets. Yeah, oh yeah, amazing. And that, by the way, is on October the fifteenth. It's going to be us, all of us. We have uh, five hundred seats available and two hours at Rico Coliseum's on the ice after the game. So if you want to skate on the Marley's ice, you can. And by the way, the tickets for Hockey Night in Cinema gone. So if you want to get on the wait list, do that. Yeah, but so those tickets basically are gone. it's a full day of the Steve Dangle podcast and you celebrating. The return of the Marlies, and then the return of the Maple Leafs. Ooh. Do we have a name for the day? Dangle Day and Dangle Duh. We'll figure it out. We should have had a name for the day. Dangle Navy! Should have had a hashtag. Well, we'll figure one out. Maybe we can put that as a Reddit and suggestions. What should the hashtag be? Tweet us what hashtag mm-hmm. we should have. For it should the... be a terrible headline, and it, like a terrible NHL headline. Yeah. Like, something like that. So I was given these instructions because this might be a workaround. Uh, go to www.marleys.ca slash ticket pass. Number two, type in promo code Steve Dangle, all caps, all one word, and press go. Three, find, press find tickets. 
Four, re-enter promo code Steve Dangle and press go. Five, select number of tickets. Six, select section. Seven, press find seats. Eight, add tickets to cart. Nine, log in slash create MLSE account. There you go. Now, I don't know if the hundred or whatever who already bought tickets had to do all that. Supposedly, this should work. If it doesn't, let us know again, and we're we're working on it. At man. this point, we're just going to go to your house. Yeah, uh, but it's <laughs> believe it or not, guys, that is eleven days from right now. It seems like Holy forever. Shit. Yeah, it seems like it's forever away, but it is October the fourth as of the recording of this show. So. May the October the fourth be with you. <laughs> and then with that, we will leave it. Steve Dangle Podcast out for today. We will see you again Thursday. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.